Welcome back to oh, the live. Six Bartender Podcast, and just get the elephant out of the room right now. So right, I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, I was already throwing shots. Sitting across from me is not Joe tonight. Unfortunately, Joe's a little under the weather, so we just want to wish him get well soon and get uh, back yeah. here, brother. Shout out to Straight Edge Joe. Straight Edge Joe, right? But with us tonight is a longtime friend of mine. One of the most talented people in Boston, in my opinion, and the opinion of very many people. Mr. Matt Maddock, a.k.a. Problematic. What's up, my man? What's thank up, man? Thank you for coming in. Thank you. Thank you for having me. What up, everybody out there? What's for, going on, man? Nothing, man. For those who don't know, Matt is a talented, talented-ass fucking rapper. He should be bigger than he is, but he's white and bigger than he should be. <laughs> <laughs> This is very true. This is very true. So what he did is he replaced one fat kid with another one, and then that's the, here's the fucking show. You know what I mean? So, oh man. Eddie um, never likes to be the biggest guy in the room, right? Exactly. And he comes out the gate like with the elephant in the fucking room. But if you look at him, he's a fucking he's right I'm a behind rhino, me. Buddy. I'm a rhino. Yeah. You know he could lose I mean? fitty. He could lose fitty. Yeah. Oh, fitty, seventy five. Can I do a quick shout out to my people? Yeah. Shout out whoever you want. To uh, to. I want to shout. I'm out gonna my make you a drink while you do this. I, I want to shout out my management team. Uh, Leeds Entertainment. Shout out to Ned. That's my homie. Yeah. Uh, my, you know, my 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 hype man. My partner DK. Him, his wife, his daughter. My whole team. Fresh Big Music Group. All the juggalos out there because we got a juggalo in the building right now. I got the 2001 Hatchet Man <laughs> charm right on here right now. And uh, you know, everybody out there that's jugging. What up? You know what I mean? Two whoops and a scoop, baby. Two Let's go. Two whoops and a scoop, man. You know? As a fellow juggalo, I'm very excited for this episode. <laughs> we're going to talk some juggalo things later on. Well, as we're well going to talk a lot of shit today. We're going to talk some shit today. But I got stories. This is a bartending service industry podcast, so we usually start mm -hmm. off making some drinks. So you said you wanted a vodka pineapple. Absolutely. So here we go. He fills the entire cup with vodka. Not That's the if entire. we can fucking... You ever see that meme where she's like, just a, a shot of vodka, and it's like half the bottle? <laughs> oh, that cooking lady? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Oh, man. Right now, it's tough for all the bartenders and... and Who are you telling? Why do you think I had the, the, got this podcast? Yeah. Oh, actually, let me stir that for you a little bit. Oh, thanks. All the vodka sitting at the bottom. Yeah. 
Oh, the fucking ice cube is stuck. Big old Yo, ice man, right cube now we all sitting at the bottom, all right? <laughs> yeah, we're all oh, sitting shit. at the bottom. <laughs> you know? Uh, you got a uh, you got many bartender service friends? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you you've been in the industry yourself long. Yeah, enough. before I really got into me even during like the whole music career thing of mine, I uh being a bouncer was always like the easiest job to do. You know what I mean? Like, not even because like I get to throw people around and shit. Because that's like the the last resort for me. I like to talk uh, talk myself out of situations. But yep. I've worked with a lot of people that are bartenders. Like uh, I worked a short path distillery in Everett. Shout out to them, best distillery in Everett um, <laughs> by far. Um, you know, and Garage in Alston, which is all fucking gang members and shit. So you know. You know, they're out there trying to make a living, man, and, you know, make sure you tip your bartender, for real. Because that's, at the end of the day, man, the hourly wages for servers and bartenders and shit sucks. You know, if you're lucky enough to have, like, a $10 an hour hourly wage plus tips, you're, oh, that's, you're in a good that's place. That's almost unspeakable. Well, before we get into that stuff, I'm going to make my drink. What are you uh, having? Well, so this is kind of inspiration of Memorial Day, which was yesterday. So I'm going to start off with a uh, red Blanco and blue margarita. I'm going to throw in a couple strawberries. Uh, and then coming in with some fresh lemon juice. I don't use any of that fake shit. Yeah, dude, that's the dog. Wait, Benson? Benson. Benson? Shout like out to it. Slipwax. His dog Benson is the nicest dog ever, and it kind of looks like this dog. Definitely so. shout out to Slipwax. He's the man. One of the nicest yep. kids I've ever met, too. Greatest DJ in the fucking area. Oh, absolutely. He's actually number eight in the entire country. Is he, he really? He did a competition, man. And he's he scratched. With, I think his turntable is signed by DJ Premier. He scratched with Q-Bert. Like, he's... Really? Yeah, he's really good. He is talented. Very. That's my DJ, man. All right, what no. are you putting there, on the glass? There, there's someone in the YouTube chat, ironically enough, named Bonnie Malenko. We got a, <laughs> oh, we got a Malenko there. That's my homegirl from Ohio. Yeah. I was saying, I ain't seen a Malenko here yet. Yeah, she's a, she's a juggalette. <laughs> I love that girl. She's sexy as hell. Hell yeah. Shout out to her. Shout out to anybody watching right now. She, yeah. Especially the juggalos in Ohio. I, I actually sent her the link because uh, you know, me, me and her talk a lot. So I was like, awesome. she saw me on the juggalo show a while ago and she kind of just, you know. Yeah. That's it, you know. So shout out to you, sweetheart. I'm going to hit you up after this podcast. If you're still awake, I know we're getting old. <laughs> well, they, the timetable. Those are nice ice cubes, brother. You got like, what do you do with those? Uh, dude, I got uh, just like a rubber thing. Anybody ever circle. compliment your ice cubes? No, bro. Nobody compliments <laughs> me, period. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's true. You know, Eddie, Eddie's, Eddie's shy as hell, but he's one of the yeah, illest. What the fuck Eddie's going to do with a compliment? <laughs> he's, he's so bashful. <laughs> he's one of the illest wrestlers around, man. He really is. Uh, like, his personality and everything. No, I don't have a real shy. muddler, so I'm using one of these. Is that a fucking things. cake batter thing? Yeah, it is. A cake oh, yeah, batter. I learned I how to eat. Muddler, so. I learned how to eat pussy through one of those things. <laughs> go <All right>. on, <laughs> go on. So we, you know, we were kids. Your mom would make the cake and shit like that, and you'd be like, "Oh, I want to lick the fucking thing." And there's obstacles there. You have to get inside, so you got to learn how to fucking maneuver your tongue and you shit. You find the little man in the yeah. canoe. Yeah, exactly. Like, Holy shit! Eddie fucked up having me on the show and giving me alcohol. So. I completely disagree. I fucked up. I started making the wrong drink so yeah. what i'm not making the margarita Whatever. right now I'm, this is really good by the way oh good 
What is it? The the red, white, and fucking. Well, I, yeah, American it's the red, vodka. white, and uh, berry Smirnoff vodka because nothing says America like some shitty vodka. I love vodka. Do you? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah vodka. What gin. alcohol gets you in the most trouble? Me? Yeah. Oof. Um, vodka. <laughs> uh, My mom I, says I, the same thing. I've I've fought a lot on vodka. Uh, Long Island iced teas. Long Island iced teas. Oh, I'll God. tear a whole fucking building down with my bare hands on that That's, shit, bro. Oh, I hate it. Nobody crazy. likes when you order a Long Island iced tea. I just no, want you to know I know that. that. Why is that? Nobody I likes know that. it. They it's do when I tip them eight dollars on the fucking drink. Well, I'll tell you that. I tell you what, not many people are tipping eight dollars on a Long Island. I tip iced my tea. delivery drivers for food ten bucks. So really, yeah, because dude, you think about it, right? The motherfucker's delivering your food. You want your food on time? That motherfucker's going to remember you every single time because you tip them 10 bucks, you'll be first priority. Restaurants, you tip well. There's a line. They walk you to the front. I'm just saying, man, tip your fucking servers, your bartenders. You know, they give you, I don't know if Eddie's ever told you guys this, but or you don't know, but in the bar industry, you are told how much you're supposed to put in the drink by standard. If your bartender likes you, that standard goes out the window. <laughs> All right? So if you're supposed to put, what, two milliliters or a mil, three mil, ounces, whatever? Ounces, yeah. Two ounces, whatever the depending fuck it on is. The cocktail, yeah. yeah, depending on what it is, an ounce or two ounces, because those caps they have on it actually limit you. They actually measure it yourself. You seem mad so sociable, too, so you make some conversation. They do make those caps. Yeah, ask them how they're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, how you doing? They yeah. do make those caps. These ones aren't those, but it's, yeah, it's usually like a counter. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, um, when we were, when I worked at Showpad, there was like a five count or something, like uh, whatever the fuck it was. Wow, that explains why I would always get fucked up by that short they, path. Well, short path, short path will hook you up, bro. Heavy ass pours. Yeah, bro. and that's not a bad thing. You know, I mean, <laughs> I've, my whole time bouncing at short path, there was never one fight. Well, it shouldn't be. It's a distillery, you know, you know what I mean? It's like... But I mean, <laughs> but I mean, you're in Everett, and it yeah, is gin true. and yeah. bourbon and shit like that. Yeah. So you're not drinking fucking Smirnoff ices in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, the fights happen at like fucking Villa, Village Bar and Grill. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're vodka, the beer. You know, yeah, Coogan's in fucking Boston. One dollar, one dollar drafts. You get one dollar Bud Lights. Fun. They're just pumping them out. Yeah, I worked at Mister Dooley's for a while, and 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 all the Irish rugby players would come in and they're <laughs> singing sailor songs and fucking. It was crazy. And they're all seven feet tall. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, damn, I got to throw this big motherfucker out. You know? So where did you get your start in the uh, service industry? Was um, it with Bouncing, first of all? It was Bouncing. My first ever bar I worked at was, um, I don't want to say, so, all right. Yeah, Mr. Dooley's was the first employed place that I've ever worked at. Yeah. Um, I worked with Mike Pyers, rest in peace. He passed away a few years ago. Um, and Josh White, who one of my my engineer's older brother, one of my engineer's older brothers. Um, I started there. I was there for St. Patrick's Day weekend. Um, but you know, I ended up getting a better job. So what year was this? A couple of years back, I have to say five, six years back, at least, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, Hennessy's was right there, and Coogan's was right there. So you see a lot of people getting like. They used to wear the stab vests and shit like that, and it was crazy <laughs> over there. And, you know, for $15 an hour, it really wasn't worth it. Right. No, no, not at all. Because, I, you know, I you know, I work at um, uh, work at Short Path. They pay me $15 an hour, and I sit there for eight hours and do shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's cool, and they feed you drinks or whatnot. How's that? That looks That's good. That's delicious. You want to try it? Um, but I got my start there. 
Show up Pat's enjoyable because you don't really have to watch it back like that. But we'll talk about Garage Alston. <laughs> <laughs> the Latin is that a ginger clubs? beer in that? Yeah, there is. Yeah, Ooh. it's topped off with ginger beer. Very nice. The Latin clubs are crazy. The women are beautiful. The guys are uh, a little nuts. You know? Yeah. You know, they, so aren't the beautiful women. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Most of the times it was like guys that would like break up with their girls. Their girls would be hoeing at the clubs and then they'd leave the clubs with dudes and they'd be waiting in the parking lot. Like Once, they, their guys would be waiting, waiting in the parking lot. Waiting to fight and stab people and shit. And uh, once you're off the property, that's on you. You're in the parking lot, that's on you. You're not in the building anymore. Right. International right. waters. You're in international waters. You're out of my jurisdiction and uh, out of my pay grade. So, <laughs> you know, but I was. That's uh, the most important part. Yeah. Out of the pay grade. I didn't work for Garage. I worked for uh, uh, Vita Loca Promotions, which is my buddy JR. And I was his personal security. So I watched the cash register. I watched the girls that worked from the bottle girls and stuff like that. Yep. And uh, I was undercover. You didn't know I worked there. I didn't have a security thing on. You'd, oh, sure. you'd act up next thing you know woof, you're on the fucking floor <laughs> by somebody you didn't even see coming so you know that's interesting yeah undercover security yeah bar. yeah I, if you fought in the club i didn't get involved if you messed with the girl the that girl, was holding the money the, the yeah. money or him because people get mad at him because he charged 20 bucks to get in and and he they'd get mad blah blah blah, blah and they'd, 20 bucks to get in well tough shit the fucking place is selling out no fucking shit <laughs> you're talking about 400 fucking people he has people like bad bunny came through one night and like you know you're getting these little fucking treats and shit and you know <laughs> you know you go near him you're getting fucking hemmed up you know? on youtube i think we got a, Mich- a michelle rogier sam maddie what's up uh what's the name i, I don't know Michelle R O G I Roger Roger yeah Michelle yeah Michelle Neil yeah yeah that's my that's my name. boo I love you girl <laughs> you know I love you he was over here trying to, I thought you were like someone from like a different country <laughs> like Roger you know what I mean yeah. but yeah Michelle I just try and let you guys know when someone's hopping on saying what's up you know what I'm saying that's my boo Berry I love her <laughs> um. So like yeah, so you've been in the music business for a while, and it goes <laughs> it goes hand in hand. I mean, you know, fucking, you're around the booze all the time. Like yeah. you know, that's the main Dang money. Cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you how many fucking drugs these rappers do. Tell us a lot. <laughs> I've walked backstage, man. I've you know I've been around all the biggest artists you could think of, and most of the artists out there sniff coke. And I kind of get it. They're like, it's like cab drivers. They're up fucking traveling fucking all night long and they need something to keep them awake and perform and stuff. But I've never been into that. Yeah. I've actually been looked at weird when I turned down drugs because I never did drugs in my life. I just recently quit smoking weed too. Like, yeah, it just, right? it, it's just not for me no more. So when you're around all these rappers um, that do drugs, it's a different world because you're not part of them. You know what I mean? You're yeah. not. Cocaine's the most social drug out there. It's also <laughs> the most disgusting drug too because they're sharing straws and shit. It's fucking gross. They're all dripping from their nose. And it's fucking disgusting. Yo, yeah, he walked in here with a mask on his ear just in case. He don't, yeah, you, I you don't know who we are. Sanitizer. I got hand This guy's on some Stone Cold Steve Austin. Don't trust anybody right now. He's full DTA. I got my mask right here. Um, I did bring hand sanitizer because I took a lift here and uh, you know people are in and out those fucking cars all day. I even sanitize my phone because you touch things, touch your phone, whatever. You know what I mean? So, but uh, yeah, dude, the drug, the drugs in the fucking game are crazy, bro. <laughs> These people out there just banging eight balls. Actually, one of my friends who's in my crew, I'm not gonna say his name, I don't want to get him in trouble, but he he flips that shit. 
and even the biggest artists out there come up to us like, oh, you got this, you got that, and he makes a lot of money off of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you know, the music business is just like bartending, man. You're 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 selling your skill. Yeah, I mean, it feels know. like kind of where you grew up, right? You know, I mean, nothing's really changed, right? Yeah, I'm from Everett, man. There's drugs everywhere, so, you know, so. Born and raised, right? Yeah, no Harlan shit. Junior High, baby. That's it, Lafayette, baby. You know, <laughs> Lafayette School, baby. Um, You got any crazy stories? <laughs> Come on, man. You know I got crazy stories. I know. Um, I actually want to nice ask you Nice segue, Eddie. Huh? Nice segue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, he's uh, talking about cocaine and the yeah. fucking lock, well, not the locker rooms, the, the green rooms. <laughs> yeah, the green rooms are crazy. <laughs> I've said it before, like, Eddie's one of the greatest wrestlers I've seen locally. And um, I've seen a lot of wrestlers. I got involved locally, with Locally, Everett's only 1.5 square miles. <laughs> <laughs> he won't tell you, but he's wrestled fucking Kevin Nash and fucking all those big wrestlers. And, you know, I want to ask you this. Growing up watching WWF, because it was WWF at the time that we were watching it, then it transitioned to WWE, and that's kind of like when I fell off. But Attitude Era, Kevin Nash, you wrestled Diamond Dallas Page too, right? Uh, I was on a show with him. You were on a show with him. Yeah. So you wrestled Kevin Nash, yep. Razor Ramon? Uh, I was on a show with him. He that's was involved in the match. Who's the him. biggest wrestler you wrestled? Uh, well, I guess that depends on your idea of, like, WWF, like yeah, well that's the thing. I it could be Kevin Nash or it could be the Hardy Boys. It depends on your. Yes, definition. he did wrestle the fucking Hardy Boys, which <laughs> you know. is in Everett at the Rec Center, bro. And I missed it because I'm an asshole. <laughs> and um, you're not busy or anything, you know. Yeah, I, but still, like, even if I can't make it, I'll buy a ticket from him. He does. I, he does. I, he buys a ticket even if he can't come because I know I what know. it is. Are you shitting me? Yeah, no, not at all. That's uh, that's me and this motherfucker have been supporting each other. For I years didn't know now. that. Yeah, my first show with Tech Nine, I had him working my merch table. Yeah, I him out there. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Tech I drove Nine. him out there, and then I drove home by myself. Cause some girl took him home to the hotel with her, <laughs> who drove down from Maine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, rap life. Um, uh. <laughs> but you know, Eddie's one of the most talented wrestlers, and not just technically, like for being a big guy, he reminds me a lot of like that dude Kevin Owens that's out there now. Um, that big guy that can move, but um, seeing him I wrestle, I can't tell you how many times I've been compared to him throughout my career. That's a good comparison. That's like people comparing me to Big Pun. I'm like, word, like, you know what I mean? Like, thanks, but I don't even rap like that, like that anymore. I used to do the like, you know what I mean? But sometimes, but Eddie wrestled like the Hardy Boys and Kevin Nash have been on shows with Diamond Dallas Page and stuff like that, and it's like, that's like me touring, like doing shows. Like I played the Gathering of the Juggalos with ICP and. I'm on a show this weekend uh, called Netfest with Twisted. And these are the guys I grew up on. I have a hatchet man on my chest, and I have one tattooed on my fucking chest, too. And be real. And be real. And Red Man and R.A. the Rugged Man and all these Yeah, dudes. don't forget them, too, you motherfucker. I mean? Goddamn. So many. Mick Foley's actually coming on the show. So, like, seeing somebody from Everett that wrestled fucking Kevin Nash, <laughs> big, sexy Kevin Nash, how did that feel? Like, getting in the ring with the Hardy Boys, like, the one of the... Probably, besides Legion of Doom, probably the greatest tag team to ever do it. The high fly, those guys revolutionized like high risk. TLC yeah. matches, Dudley Boys, all that shit, crazy. It was another level. They took it I, to another level. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, so, and you absolutely. got in a ring with these guys. Yeah. And you're not a jobber, bro. You're a fucking real deal. No, the first time I ever worked, Matt, we were the main event. So, I've, I've worked them a lot. Uh, I don't know how many times, at least a handful. Matt Moore. Yeah. Uh, but the first time I ever wrestled, it was Matt Singles at the Everett Rec, <clears throat> and we were the main event. 
Crazy. And, yeah, you know, Crazy. and uh, it's it, it's nerve wracking at first, but you know, Taz said it one time. Like with the, when I stop getting the butterflies, that's when I know I'm done. Yeah, you know what I mean. I still get them. Yeah, yep. yeah. I think you should. If you if you if you don't, you're not excited about what you're doing. I don't think. Yeah, I get them before every show. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Um, and the first time I ever met Matt. I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna this this motherfucker is a person. This guy is a human being, yeah. you know. And uh, I'm just gonna talk to him that way. Because, dude, I've never been one of these people to be like, oh my god, that's Matt Hardy. Oh my god, that's Ric Flair. Same. <laughs> I've only you been starstruck I mean? one time. Yeah, you know, like, Ghost Face Killer. Yeah, well, that's your favorite rapper. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Every, everyone's got their one. The one person. Yeah, you know. You know, and I, I guess I haven't met that dude yet, but. <laughs> well, don't let him lie. When he, when he met me when I was younger, he was like, you're going to be a superstar. I was. Now, I was like, you, me, biggest stars from ever, ever. I don't think there's anybody. <laughs> well, there's a couple people that are bigger, like that, like uh, Richie Lamontagne was a three-time. Oh, hell champion. fucking yeah. Nerland's Noel. He's, but he's, I think he's from Malden. I don't know. I'm, well, he went to Everett High, but then they yeah. told him that he had to go to a private school if you ever want to make it to the yeah, NBA. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, and he don't really do anything for the city anyway. So, like, no, that's uh, true. You know, well, Richie though. Richie's always done shit yeah. in the city. Hell yeah. Pat Bradley uh, was an Arkansas Razorback. He was injured. He he was the next Larry Bird, bro. He was that fucking good. Yep. Facts. I mean, we've had a couple of NFL players come on over too. Yeah, I actually live in an NFL player's house. He actually passed away. His name's Danny Ross, and uh, I live in his apartment oh, in uh, Cherry Street Projects in Everett. And um, he is the super. He broke a title. It, a record in the Super Bowl on the Cincinnati Bengals back in the day. No shit. Uh, yeah, and then we have Diamond Ferry. We have uh, Diamond Ferry went to the regular NFL, and I think he went to the Canadian Football League after. Yeah, I think you're right. And then Omar Easy, who's now, I think, the principal or vice so, principal something, or something. High, yeah. was a fullback for the Kansas City and the Raiders, and I think somewhere else. You know who else is from Everett? The guy who played Bluto from Popeyes. <laughs> what? You remember Popeye, the yeah. cartoon? Yeah. When they actually did the real movie with, like, they had people, real real people act as olive oil and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who played Bluto is from Everett, Massachusetts. No shit. Yep. Big fucking... Like the movie? The movie. With Robin Williams? At being Popeye? Uh, yeah, I think so. If you look him up, he, he played Bluto. He's from Everett, Massachusetts. I mean, that's my do. job to look it up. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. Look, do that fact check right now. So as far as, like, crazy stories, I mean... I've I've seen crazy things on the road. Um, the gathering of the Juggalos itself is a crazy thing. It's a whole other um, animal, man. Yeah, because there's like just girls walking around naked on dog leashes and shit. <laughs> the funniest thing I ever seen at the gathering, I'm going to tell you guys real quick. Me and my buddy James were walking smoking in the middle of the fucking woods. And it was dark out. And I just say, I just hear, hey, hey, you. And we look over and we don't see nothing in the woods. And he goes, are you ready for the puppet show? And me and my boy James looked at each other. All of a sudden, a light went on inside of a tent. And this dude had a big inflatable dick. And he was, like, jerking it oh. off. With both hands. <laughs> Jesus I Christ. was crying, laughing, just in the middle of the woods. Like, fucking stupid, bro. What time of the night was this? Oh, it had to be, like, well, it was, like, 8. No, nine, 9, 10 o'clock at night. Oh, so it wasn't before, like, all the crazy shit happened. No, right? but it was pitch black. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, I've been in fights and shows. I've been in brawls in New Jersey. I've been in fights in Connecticut, Worcester Palladium. Um, yeah, you like to fight. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, always like to fight, even I as do, a fucking kid. <laughs> I do, but I don't. Um, when I get, when you get when you get me in that zone, then I get like, I get excited. 
yeah. you know what I mean? And and I don't pick on anybody. I'm the nicest guy in the world. I I really do like to make people laugh and smile and whatnot. But once you get me in that fucking zone, like it's hard to turn that off. Confirmed. So. Pluto from uh, Popeye from Popeye movies from Everett, Massachusetts. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> Born June twenty fourth, nineteen thirty six. He's dead now, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's dead. But oh, he's his from birthday's Everett. coming up. Yeah, six so, foot four, a behemoth. Oh yeah, he's huge. Um, you know, but you see, you see crazy things. I've seen promoters locked in the back room and and beaten up because they cut the set short. I remember one. Oh, yeah. Not over over money over the, the over, set. Well, one time my buddy Crumb Snatcher, who was part of Gangstar. Um, you know, he's a legend out here. He was actually on the Training Day soundtrack, and, like, he was he was big. Uh, Crumb was doing a tribute set to Guru from Gangsta, Rest in Peace, and uh, in the middle of the fucking set, the uh, middle of the song, um, the they cut him. In the middle of a tribute set, he just died. Like, the Guru just died. And right in the middle of the tribute, they cut him off. Next thing you know, the promoter's in the back, and the doors are locked, and you can't get in there. Why they cut him off? I don't know. Like back in the day, like church at Fenway, uh, which is no longer there. Um, I think they had like a sound curfew, and I and it was like a minute over, and they shut it off in the middle of and dog. When you when I tell you, I've never seen that promoter so scared in his life, bro. They had like five six dudes back there, and they just locked the doors. Yeah. And I. <laughs> I just left. I was like, I'm out of here. Before guns God knows, Yeah, God knows what's going to happen, man. Yeah, Crumb's my boy, though, you know what I mean? But that's a serious thing. You, one of your close friends die, and they cut you off during a tribute yeah, song. that's fucking like, awful. You can't give him four extra minutes to finish out what the fuck he's doing. Like, it's Ooh. fucked. Guru's a legend in, in hip-hop. If you don't know who Go, uh, Guru is, Guru and DJ Premier, that's fucking gangsta, man. And that's probably the biggest fucking group to ever come out of Boston, you know? Yeah, for the rap side of it, yeah. 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 The Juggalo world is crazy, so to, to define just a crazy, crazy time, I mean, the gathering, there was this 120-pound girl fucking herself with, like, a six-foot dildo and shit. Like, you see <laughs> you see some fucking weird and shit. And then the show started. And then the show started. Yeah, this is just at the entrance. Like, this is just coming into the shit at 8 o'clock in the morning. It's the crazy shit going this on. This is at 8 in the morning. Bro, I'm telling you. I was shocked, bro. Like, I, last year was my first gathering ever. I've been a juggalo for 21 years, 22 years, maybe longer. And I was performing, and I got there, and I checked out the scenery. First thing I saw was a girl on a dog leash, and a guy threw a bone, and she crawled on all fours and oh picked it up God. with her mouth. And I was like, oh. Good morning. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> you know, everybody's on acid. And I love the jugglers, like, because I am a juggalo, true, true blue, right? Right to the core. What I, makes someone a juggalo? I don't know. <laughs> you are or you aren't. Yeah. You truly know when you go and you go, that's my people. All I know is fuck Lyle Love It. What the fuck, <laughs> fuck that, that is. is. You know? What makes somebody a juggalo? That's that's like uh that's <laughs> like all right, that's like what it's a lifestyle, man. It starts out as a love for music and then uh, it turns into something that you live. And, you know, there is good and bad with every fucking thing that you look at. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like there's people out there that are jugglers that spend their $250 that they have for their life to go to a concert. They got no food. They got no money. They don't shower, this, that, the third. But just to be there. And then there's people that actually work, that are firemen, policemen, and stuff like that, that when they aren't doing what they're regularly doing, they're enjoying their concert life. And it's really just a lifestyle, you know what I mean? Anybody can be down. If you come with respect, you can be down, you know? 
I, I don't care if you just got into it in the last album. If you like it, then go do it, you know? There yeah. are people out there that are like, put these rules and stipulations on it, but they can suck my dick because <laughs> I don't give a fuck about none of that. You know what I mean? Like, right. If you're there, you're there, and you're down, you're down. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's just, if you come with love and you're like, hey, you know, I'm having a good time. Hometown I mean, shit, baby. Let's fucking do it. You I, know mean, what I mean, it seems like such a free-spirited event anyways. It's like modern like day to have bro. To have rules... It's kind of like ass backwards on it. It's stupid. To put a rule on it, it's kind of like... When I was growing up, if you listened to Eminem, you couldn't be a juggalo. And if you were a juggalo, you couldn't listen to Eminem. Right, like, right. You know what I mean? And there was that beef. And when we were younger, we did go hard like that. Yeah, like, well, the beef was real. You ever hear that yeah. song called Slim Anus? Of course, man. I was playing that at the gather when I was there. Of course, you know. And Eminem's like the best rapper to fucking do it, man. And like, yeah. you know... I think there is a couple of rappers, uh, maybe one or two rappers, I think, that are better than him, but don't have, like, the hits that he has. Like, I think Black Thought from The Roots is probably the greatest. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's incredible. I mean, The Roots are fucking unreal. He's, like, 40-something years old, and he, the, the, the shit he did on Sway recently was fucking retarded. Really? It was crazy. I gotta look that up. Crazy, his lyricism. I gotta look that up. You know who I think is very, 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 very fucking underrated is Charlie Tuna from Jurassic 5. I yeah. think he is uh, the the things that he does with words and that voice too, man. Yeah, and it, it, and it, that all comes down to everybody. Everybody's airs are different, man. People people come to me and they're like, "Oh, I don't I don't like your music," and I'm like, "All right, that's cool, man. Thanks for listening." Yeah, you know what I mean. And then like I've had people comment on myself, "This is fucking trash. You're whack." And I'll put a little heart emoji. And be like, <laughs> Thanks for listening because I got paid off your stream. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and it, and it kind of makes them feel like an asshole, and then they're like, "Well, you know, I didn't expect you to be such a nice person." Right. Well, right. well what are they doing? What they take time out of the day to do that? You ever do that yeah. shit online? You I comb through them. shit and say, "I yeah. don't like this." Like, you know, the kind of person that does that I, ain't being who they want to be. I, I occupied five minutes of their day. Yeah, and I love that comment too because that used to be one of my favorite lines to use when I was a heel, when I was a bad guy wrestling, is just to look somebody that's booing me, that hates me, look them dead in the face, and go, just remember, your ticket money went in my pocket tonight. And just see the fucking flames in their eyes go off. That's your job, man. It's a great line. If you're a heel and and they hate you, (laughs) you succeeded. You know They're paying attention. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's crazy because, like, you know. It's, It's such an amazing feeling to be hated. It's the best it's, way to be. It's such an amazing feeling. You guys are saying this from two different universes. It's so entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> so I went from being like not liked to universally liked. Like it's weird. Um, I still like I have kids that come up to me and have Maddox tattooed on their arm, and I'm like, that must be weird as shit. I, it is. I'm like, are you sure you want to do? It? You might hate me next year. You know what I mean? Like, because things change so quick. Right. I might Nowadays, make, especially. I might make an album that you don't like. And now you're like, oh, I regret this. Like, so when right. people tell me I'm getting a tattoo of like my shit, there's like seven or eight people out there that have a tattoo <coughs> of either my name or my record label. That's great for the Insta, no doubt. And uh, and I go and they'll hit me up, like, yeah, I'm getting a tattoo of this on me. And I'm like, are you sure? You know what I mean? Because I'm not like, That's yeah, go life. mutilate your fucking body <laughs> for me. I'm like, are you sure? Because you might not like me next year or the next song that I put out. Well, you might not agree with something I say, and then now you're scarred for Yeah, life. get something safe like a tribal tattoo instead, yeah. you know? Yeah, no shit. No shit. And I blame Goldberg, the wrestler, for those fucking <laughs> You remember Goldberg? He had the fucking... He was the worst technical wrestler ever, but... What? Yeah, I didn't like Goldberg. Wow. I liked his, his, his finishing move. You just, like, started to defend that. You, you were surprised by that comment? A technical wrestler? Dude. 
I don't think he ever even did a fucking wrist lock. Only him and the British Bulldog could hold somebody up for that long, all right? <laughs> Consistently, day in and day out. Yo, Goldberg, the jackhammer, was lit, all right? It was a dope move, but it was that and the spear. That's all he had. At least Stone Cold had the fucking the press there where he punches your head in, does the stomp. Flips you off, fucking. Well, Stone Cold was actually a really good fucking wrestler. He was entertaining. Too. It just never fucking. Fuck. It just never called for his gimmick. Yeah, well, you know, and he started out a heel, and then they just loved him. You want to hit me again with the hell yeah, bro. with a fucking vodka and pineapple? Yeah, let me berry, get my shit out of the way. Very fucking, yeah. I mean, shit, Mister. Uh, I don't drink that much anymore. You know, I had to make it authentic. Like, I can't. I'm not smoking because of the fucking anxiety levels, man. So yeah, yeah. All right. Do you mind talking about that? Actually, I don't mind. I'm, I'm very curious about. Wait this. till we get into the Kevin Hart story. Because <laughs> I'm gonna talk about that tonight. A lot of people are gonna be like, "What?" We'll transition to that. How many people uh, we got in here right now? Uh, Two and a half. Uh, uh, no, nine on YouTube. Nice, a, s- a smooth eleven or twelve. Okay, that's good enough. Yeah, I've performed in shows that are fucking, you know, smooth. Well, yeah, that's that. the thing too. Is what like, is that? This is tequila. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know why I'm putting that in you. That was for me. That's fine. Is that all tequila? No, that's mostly vodka. Okay, that's fine. Just pour the pineapple. Eddie, for the love of God, please don't mix alcohols with this man, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? We're just starting. Yeah, it's fucking just, engines, that's baby. So, I mean, now that I mean, now that we're here, we might as well fuck. Well, let's talk about the weed first. Yeah. So you used to be just as big of a smoker as me. Backwards, man. Oh, oh! I, that's them. the thing that fucking kills me love the most the about backwards. you. Is that you love the fucking backwards. I look fat on camera. Uh, not as fat as me. I mean, we're both chubby as fuck. So. <laughs> but you both wear black for a reason. It's slimming, okay? Yeah, that's yeah. true, too. Um, <laughs> that's why I went and changed yeah. out my light gray. I'm always dressing for a funeral. That's how I look at it, you know what I mean? But um, I quit smoking for the anxiety, man, because after 20 years of fucking smoking dude like after a while i was just like i'd smoke first five minutes of great then i feel like my throat was closing and i get pains and this time and with the whole covid thing happening and be, me being asthmatic and then have being overweight and then having smoking backwards and weed i was like i couldn't deal with it did you try smoking in any other way other than the backwards i can't I don't want to enjoy it. Yeah. But at the same time, man, like when I quit smoking weed and I, I quit smoking the backwards, the withdrawals from the backwards were the worst thing I've ever been through. The nicotine, the tobacco. Bro, I quit smoking cigarettes 12 years ago and I just sub- substituted with the backwards. I don't even know you smoked uh, cigarettes. I smoked Newports, man. And oh, I, you know what? That's not surprising at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Loved him. A, a white rapper from Everett? Yeah, he smokes Newports. Smoking Newports, baby. So... You know, after a while, like, you know, the, the back was just starting to kill me. And I'm it's smoking. a miracle you don't have a kid, you know that? I know. I might, You're a actually. a white rapper from Everett? That's another story. <laughs> that's another story we could talk about. There's, there might be one out there. Um, so, <laughs> I just, I couldn't take it anymore. And I just said, you know what, I'm going to stop. Yeah. And uh, the first, it's been over a month. The first 30 days, I was withdrawing. You're talking nausea, headaches, sweats, fucking wow. upset stomach. Like, wow. like, and I've talked to people that kicked heroin, they're like, kicking cigarettes was harder. Wow. Yeah. Because I'm like, yo, it's crazy. Because you feel petty, like, you know, like Bob Saget happened. You ever suck dick for weed? Like, yeah. I yeah. never sucked a dick in my life. But, you know, like, it, it, it's it's like, bro, like, 
you, you go through it and like you're pacing around the house and you're sweating and then you're cold and you're you forget pissed. why sometimes you know you're irritable and you, you kind of forget why yeah dude I, I finally got past the irritability man I couldn't play video games for like three weeks how long it, oh, really yeah. I was just gonna ask how long it took you wow yeah. why, what, like what kind of games like all, just all of them you can everything play? NHL bro <laughs> I, wa- I wanted to throw my I felt like a kid again I wanted to rage quit and break my fucking shit but you know, after a while, and this is from backwards, not cigarettes. This is from backwards because that's, it, I, I mean, dude, nicotine's nicotine, right? So yeah. not on, on top of that, I'm fucking withdrawing from weed. People say weed's not addictive, and it is. It's and a mental addiction. It's 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 a physical one too because you're putting something physically into your lungs, and you become that becomes a lifestyle. And then when you try to stop that, your body has to reset and it has to clear out, and you're going through that. You know what I mean? Like, but it you is, started to realize in what situations you would go to it in the first place once you weren't doing it, if that makes sense. Yeah, you get aggravated. You're at work. I can't wait to go home and smoke. The, the worst, I'll tell you what's worse, and I, and I my manager, uh, Ned, told me this because uh, he used to, he, he kicked addiction too with like alcohol and drugs and stuff. Oh, yeah, he's been clean for a while now, oh, right? Yeah, Five years? Time. No, longer than that. Like 10 or something. I remember him posting about it on yeah. Facebook. So he yeah, would call me him. at one in the morning, check on me, and I'd be like, yo, I'm going to crack, I'm going to crack. And he'd be like, dude, I'm going to tell you right now, he goes, the thought of doing it is almost more hard to kick than the actual doing of it. Because like, all day, you're like, oh, I can't wait to get home and smoke, and that dopamine comes out, and you get all happy, and you do your little dance. The reward center of the brain. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. you do it, and then you get the anxiety. So like, he had to talk me through it a lot, and like, you know, I respect the shit out of him. For That's that. great. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but I'm much better, more efficient now. Like, my creativity level's crazy now. Really? So I'd write a verse, smoke weed while I'm doing it, and then I'd get tired and fall asleep and lose all inspiration for what the fuck I was doing. Okay. You know, are you drinking bourbon just on the rocks? Classic? No, no, no. This is the margarita that I meant to make earlier. Oh, okay. So I have a fucking cocktail here of tequila and vodka. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I'm getting one step closer to your Long Island. Yeah, no shit. Now you and he's making... about to break. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, Every drink uh, you make for me. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you know, it's just it's a better. It's a, even just being in the room with you guys smoking, like I can feel the contact. I I ate an edible yes, uh, not yesterday, two days ago. Oh, that's the weed. Oh, so you know what I mean? Still, you'll still do edibles here and there, here and there, because I get these lollipops from my brother-in-law, and like they they help. Like sometimes I can't sleep. Okay. I'll be up for forty hours straight, just like Oof, sitting there, like, really? and not be tired. I'll work out. I'll box. I'll fucking write songs. I'll fucking jerk Jesus. off eighty six times. He seems like a man. <laughs> he ain't stopped talking since he's been here. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah, and I just I can't sleep, so I took an edible. And I, me and my one of my uncles, I love him. He's my uncle, but I don't get along with him at all. And I ate this edible, and the dream I had was, I was at his house, and I had coronavirus. I was like, what kind of fucking nightmares am I having? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And they're vivid, too. You wake up and you actually feel it. Like, the, like, like you were there. Yeah, like it's fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So food tastes better. I'll say that. Really? Yeah, because when you stop smoking, man, your palate gets cleared oh, out. Oh, yeah. Smoke right? kills the uh, taste buds. But yeah. again, yeah. Is, that, smoke. is that from the uh, the backwards or from the Any type weed? of smoke. Yeah? Because it kills all the... It, it constricts cells. It kills taste buds. Every time you smoke... It uh, constricts your air cells, your blood cells, like all that type of shit, like in your lungs and your throat, <laughs> and as you light up a fucking, you know what I mean? But 
you know, Dude, I know no wonder why you want to fight so much. God, I'd be pissed off too if I cut off all these great vices. No shit. <laughs> no shit. And with COVID, I can't even have black women, so I'm on the fucking edge, bro. I love this you dude. You know what I mean? Like, I love black women, by the way. I love all women, honestly. Bro, yeah, same. You, you. I love all women, but I do prefer chocolate. It's just like it's my cigarette theory. If you're gonna smoke a cigarette, everybody has a preference. And dude, but when there's, there's, no- there's a certain demographic as a white dude that you can hit where some some <laughs> of, some of this demographic likes this demographic. Yeah. And when that connects with each other, it's a beautiful thing. Exactly. And like I said, like when you smoke cigarettes or blunts or whatever or drink, you have your preference. Yep. When you're broke, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're broke, you'll take anything that comes your way. Yeah. It's just like women. I prefer black women, but if there's a white girl available. But if you're broke. If you're, yeah. If, there's, if the white girl's the last girl at the party, then so we're on our way. You know what I mean? Would you say you prefer black and mild? <laughs> Uh, as long as it's 96 degrees, 98 degrees, I'm cool, you know what I mean? Everybody's the same color when you turn the light off, so. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. You know? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you guys want to talk about the Kevin Hart story? I'm sure our viewers would like to hear that. Uh, yeah, because you know what? I just ta- listened to the uh, Kevin Hart, Joe Rogan podcast uh, the other day, which was great. Very motivational. That Joe motiv- Rogan's awesome. Yeah. Kevin Hart is fucking Kevin awesome. Kevin Hart also yeah. don't fucking sleep. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. fun. Him and Atheon Crockett had like a roast session recently. I was dying laughing. Oh, he's, he said, he's uh, genius. He said Atheon Crockett looked like a, a, a leather bike seat or something. Like that. <laughs> I was killing myself. I forget what the fuck it was about, but it was hilarious. Um, so, But yeah, he did mention in the podcast his ex-wife. Yes. So... <laughs> So this is, I'm probably going to get a lot, I'm going to get a phone call because of this. But um, if y'all remember, Kevin Hart was in the news for a while for having an affair with his wife. So I was watching TMZ one fucking day and um, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, fucking he had an affair with his wife. Fucking celebrity shit. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> on the road. He's fucking bitches. This, that, the, this, that, the third. So that lo and behold, they have the girl that he fucked and she recorded him and stuff like that. And I'm watching the thing and they're like, oh, so I'm not going to say her name, but oh, so-and-so in the fucking news today because, and I'm like, what? Dude, it's my fucking cousin. Right? Right. Like, they could Google the name th- themselves. You can Google the name. Yeah. Her name's Montia. Pub- I don't even give a fuck. Her name's Montia. It's public knowledge. It's public knowledge. Montia. It's my cousin. That's my Uncle Bobby's wife's niece, right? Where did he meet her? She moved up to L.A. Oh, where? Or Las Vegas or whatever. And L.A. is huge because with the celebrity shit. So, I look at the thing and I see her in the news. She's a beautiful girl. See her in the fucking news. Now, you're talking about this girl. Me and her used to hang out, smoke weed. She used to work in my uncle's shop together, this, that, the third. And now she's out on L.A. fucking Kevin Hart and shit like that and recording it. So, I kind of blew my mind. I'm like, that's my cousin. Like, you know, she's fucking ruining marriages with celebrities. Did you say, did you say anything to her? I might have. I think I messaged. <laughs> I think I messaged. Nothing, nothing you want to repeat. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't think I've. I don't think I said anything bad. But I was like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, That's the most honest answer a man can give in that situation. It's I probably like, said something. <laughs> I'll be honest. She probably is just looking for fucking money. That seems, dude. If I ever blow up and be super famous, like I'm regionally big, like people know me here and in, in the region, I have pockets of fans. But if I blow up famous, you'll see my dick online. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, bro. Massive. You sell your dick on Snapchat. Four ninety nine. <laughs> Are you shitting me? 
No, I say it all the time. He, he, puts, he puts posts on Snapchat all the time. Ladies, he's DMing for my dick pics, four ninety nine. Why not? PayPal. Yeah, well, yeah. If someone pays it, fucking. These fucking bitches are selling pictures of their feet, bro. <laughs> I got a perfectly good dick right here. What is what? What's the worst that could happen? Somebody posts a picture of my dick. If you send, if you're a professional dick pic sender like myself, right? You never show your face. Right? You know what I mean? You don't show... Guys be doing it from on the one. bottom, showing their face and shit like that. You don't fucking do that. You know what I mean? You just send the dick. You know what I mean? This, this has been a topic that's popped up a couple times on this podcast. Have you thought about having your only... Your own OnlyFans? I mean, it, I said I would make an OnlyFans. It would be me shirtless with, like food and condiments and I'd be rubbing like barbecue sauce all over me. Do you me. know how many subs you would probably have? I'd get so many. It'd be like a mukbang, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Why you don't know, you do it? I know girls now that hit me up and like, they like, they, they tell me all the time that they, they like save, like I've sent a dick pic to a girl. Like, I'm not scared. What are you going to do? Post it? Okay, free promo. Um, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It's not small. So I mean like, what the fuck am I going to, I'm going to be like, oh my God, my dick's everywhere. Fuck you. Good. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know what I mean? Girls I fucked off their friends telling their friends that they fucked me and it was good and next thing you know they're in my inbox. Oh no, not Let the it thing happen. that not the thing that I might go you in po- you. I hope you post it on blackpeoplemeet.com and I get all these fucking all these fucking black girls, you know what I mean? And I'm with it, you know what I mean? But like What's the worst thing that can happen? You get fucking a violation on You're getting a violation for posting the picture, you know what I mean? I have nudes from girls on my phone that I'll never do that to somebody. You know, that's a private thing. You know what I mean? I'll never do that. I'll show my friends. Like, I'll show you. You know what I mean? I'll show him. But I'm not going to post it online for somebody's mother to see. You know what I mean? And even if you did, my mother would be like, oh, your dick's online. And I'd be like, yeah, it's whatever. (laughs) Well, I think you have a little different of a relationship with your mother. My mom is the best, bro. Like You've said that a lot. Wait, what? My My mom is the best, bro. I used to, like, when I was younger, I used to have a different girl in every day. And she'd open the door and she'd look and she'd be like, who's in here today? You know what I mean? And, like, my mom was always, like... One of my best just friends. Just chill. Yeah, you guys have always been friends. Yeah, we get we we get at each other, and we also have a, like a we have a really good relationship. So, That's but great. what's the worst that can happen? I mean, she gave birth to me. She's fucking seen it before. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. I don't care. I hope your mom sees it if you post it. You know what I mean? Maybe she'll, maybe she'll cook me fucking dinner. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? like what is everybody scared of? Only motherfuckers with little dicks are scared. You know what I mean? Like that's how I look at it. So, but. You know, yeah, my cousin fucks celebrities. My, dick out there now just to prove. <laughs> my, my yeah. cousin, my cousin fucks celebrities. I send dick pictures. My shit's gonna be on TMZ one day. So it just goes in the family anyway. It just, just runs, runs in the, the fucking family. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. Eddie, you never sent a dick pic. I plead the fifth. You have. Of course, you I think everyone have. have. Actually, absolutely. I stopped. Absolutely. I stopped years ago. I, I'm, I sent one the other day. <laughs> nah, Eddie, bro, did I, you plead the fifth or send the five? Wow, Nick. <laughs> Wow. You would have an OnlyFans, man. I don't care. I, I'm thinking about the OnlyFans thing. I'm but then I don't want to lose any of my unemployment. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Let's talk about that. Unemployment? So, yeah, uh, yo, I get so many messages, like, people, like, and I, on Facebook, people are like, yo, fuck, people getting extra 600 bucks is bullshit. We're not getting stuff for working. I'm like, you know what you get? You get a retirement and fucking health insurance because my shit got stripped and I'm asthmatic and one of my, one of my insurance, my, and healers alone is $105. Jesus Just Christ. for the albuterol. I'm not talking about the pro air or whatever the fuck. How many times advent. a month? 
Uh, me and my mom, uh, we share one um, because it doesn't make sense to fucking have like a million of them. So like we'll go. Th- I mean, we go through them pretty quick. But her prescriptions are super expensive too. Yeah. She she gets a nep- a meprazole, which is heartburn medication, blood pressure medication, all take anxiety, uh, Ativan, which is a narcotic like that they charge out the fucking ass for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, they try and get hooked in the shit, you know? No shit. You know what I mean? And like she gets so many things. So without insurance, you're talking money. And she get those each of those bottles once a month. And if each of them are hundred bucks each, that extra six hundred ain't fucking shit because she's got six or seven of them. Yeah. So you're really not getting anything. And your 401k and your retirement is suspended. So everything right now that I get, nothing's being contributed to my retirement. And I'm 32 years old, and that's important. And I don't have no insurance. My dental was stripped. My vision was stripped. My health insurance was stripped. So on top of the inhaler, if I got to go to the dentist, it's going to be full price. If I got to go get my, I have a lazy eye, if you never fucking noticed. If I got to go get glasses or something, I got to fucking. It's on this side of the camera. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I sometimes. I, well, oh, that's why you said the left side's your good side. Is that why? I said that? Well, no, no. The they both do it. They're both getting lazy over time. <laughs> When I drive, I gotta drive with one eye because it fucks me up. Like if I if I meet another person that has a lazy eye, it's like Bluetooth, bro. We sync up <laughs> and I get dizzy and shit. And it's fucked up. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Bluetooth. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you just sync the fuck up and it's like, yo, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Oh god. So you know, I, I mean some girls like it. I've fucking I've been banging a girl one time and she looked at me like, I love your lazy eye, daddy. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, That's the weirdest shit. I've ever, and we're on my ex-girlfriend's street right now, which is fucked up. I pull up to Eddie's house to come do a wholesome podcast. And we're, and we're sitting here. This is what happens when you get alcohol in me. I just keep going. I love it. This is what happens. Like, and I pull up and it's her fucking house. And I broke up with her. No, it's not her house. It's her well, street. It's her street. Close She's enough. like five houses down. Whatever. We live in the house of your ex-girlfriend, okay? <laughs> Yeah, it's haunted waters here. I broke up with here. her because she didn't suck dick. So if she can hear me from here, fuck you. All right. A wholesome podcast. That the is wholesome exactly podcast. What, I bring the heat. That allegedly he was trying to have a wholesome podcast. I was. Bring the I was demon out of normal, and then he gave me fucking a half a bottle of vodka already, and and now tequila in here, and I'm just gonna drink the hand sanitizer now. <laughs> you know. Let's talk about. Oh, Let's God, talk now about- you're running the show. <laughs> now I'm the guest. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about you for a minute, no, Bam Shaw. We talked about me already and Bam Shaw. I worked with a girl that Eddie fucked. And, uh, <laughs> and he... <laughs> so she worked at Wegmans with me. And um, she was like, hey, do you know Eddie Shaw? I'm like, yeah. She's like, yeah, I fucked him on a boat. And um, I'm like, okay. She's like, he fell asleep while... Uh, while I was yeah. sucking his dick, and I was yeah. like, I was fucking laughing. So I text yep. Eddie. I'm yep. like, yo, you fell asleep during a blowjob? And yep. he was like, yeah, I did. Yeah, it was I fucking was, shit face. It was fucking shit face. Yeah, she got hers, though. Hey. Was it me? Whatever. It was pitch black. Shit, no, nah, no. Nah. She's cute, though. She's all right. Yeah, great. Great. That was fucking <laughs> years ago. So, so okay. Eddie's fucking bitches are boats and hoes. I'm like, and, um,. You know, he's falling asleep during fucking blowjobs, but he's over here trying to grill me. Look at how bashful Eddie is right now. Uh, Yeah. He has slap face from being fat anyway, but he's looks like a third grader on like. Dude, I get embarrassed more and more every week on this fucking thing. Why, though? You did this to yourself, Eddie. Because, why? I don't know. Just because I'm a fucking walking punchline. Me, too. (laughs) I'm spilling my fucking guts here. My cousin's a whore. I'm fucking. I'm talking about selling dick pics. Like, what the fuck? You know, I don't give a fuck, man. This is this is the uh, podcast. 
Tip your bartenders. <laughs> All right. Right. BarRescue.com. Bar Rescue. Who did Bar Rescue? Was that, that wasn't Gordon Ramsay, was no, it? No, that was that uh, John uh, fucking, oh, what's his face? The big Italian guy. Fuck him. Gordon <laughs> Ramsay is the greatest of all time. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay got me through like the first wave of COVID, bro. I was laying home, just fucking. When this whole COVID nineteen thing started, I was still smoking weed, so like my diet was bad. I was laying in bed eating fucking bags of Doritos and you know smoking weed and fucking laying in bed watching Gordon Ramsay. And then like, yo, he's hilarious, but he's also very charitable. Now from this podcast, you probably think I'm an asshole, and you're right. And, <laughs> But I do a lot of charitable things. You do. You do. This motherfucker did a can drive last year. Well, he's been doing it for a while, right? I got know? multiple newspaper write-ups for it, and I don't post them. Like, I post, like... Right, last so, year's was fun as shit. Last year, we, yeah, we donated 700 pounds of food on Christmas Eve to a food pantry, and they were wiped out when we got there. And if yeah. I knew they were taking toilet paper, deodorant, stuff like that, I would have included that, but I didn't know that. Yeah, he, so, th- he threw this uh, event at a bar uh, on Revere Beach. Sammy's Patio. Yeah, a fucking... The shittiest d- sound system, but they were Dead great. of winter. Oh, they used to play a bunch of hard Core shows there. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we also did a, a Boston seven hundred pounds. I didn't know that. That's amazing. It took my mo- my mother was driving from Alden Transit at the time, and it took uh, her whole van to fill up with all the cans. Wow. And it wasn't like bullshit, like stuff. It was name brand stuff like Campbell's and Progresso and all that stuff. And uh, then we did like the f- uh, we did that, and then we did on top of that the, everything that came in the door was donated to Boston Children's. And we donated like $1,500 on Christmas Eve to Boston Children. Hell yeah. And uh, I still get letters to this day from them thanking me for, for that stuff. And that's that's what's worth it. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? There's nobody out here doing like charitable shit. Everybody's so selfish in the game. And uh, Yo, that's that's kind of why we're here right now, man. That's, you why, know? I, that's why I do what I do. <clears throat> I, use, I use my uh, platform. I do rap aggressively and I rap about things that you normally wouldn't hear on the radio but <laughs> i use my whatever status i have and wow i did ten thousand steps today that's lit um <laughs> so no but i've seen you live and you like you you've really good crowd participation well that's a you thing. make a concerted effort to get the crowd into it well most rappers that go on stage and they make they make it all about them it's not about them it's about the people Dude, you know what I mean? It's just, and I've said this before on this podcast, and I've said it to him a hundred times. The music and the wrestling business is so fucking similar, you, and you it's the same life. exact thing, bro. Yeah. I, I've I've said that a hundred times to people. The most important people in the building are the ones that paid to be there. That like, is the that's the reason why the building exists. Yeah, that's the reason why the show exists, and that's probably why wrestling's dying is because they all made it about them. Yeah, dude, it's stupid now. You they they don't have that. Give me a hell yeah. You smell what the Rock is cooking? Shit, people. You know, the Rock would come out and be like, you know, finally the Rock, and the whole fucking crowd would repeat it back to him. Nowadays, it's like, like when you go to rap shows, like they'll do their song, and then they'll, nobody will make noise because nobody's interested. And that's part of the promoter shit, too, because there's a lot of buy-ons. So, like, the promoters will take $500 from the shittiest act in the world just to fill a spot and to make extra money, just in case the show doesn't sell that well. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason why the show doesn't sell that well is because you're putting shitty fucking acts on for $500. <laughs> so, you know, they get on stage and they blah, 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 blah. And then at the end, nobody makes noise. They're like, yo, make some fucking noise or I'm out of here. And it's like, yo, just leave then. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> we're waiting to get to something good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and something. Well, you can't just just because you're getting up there. I believe it's it might be this the same thing with wrestling or with uh, 
performing live with music is that you can't expect people to like you just because you're on stage, just because you're in front of everybody. Yeah, you, you got to do personal. something past that. Work for it. You got to have those interpersonal skills. When I get off stage, I don't sit in the back with the big artists. I go in the crowd. Yep. I mosh pit with them. I'm signing autographs. I talked to you after I saw you play. You don't even remember that it happened, but I, I know what happened. Yeah, well, twenty I mean, minute conversation. <laughs> you meet thousands of people, and you know, and 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 you know, I'll never pretend that I remember somebody if I don't, because that that's even more disrespect. Like, it's it's. When you get off stage and there's hundreds of people coming up to you, you're just trying to make sure you please everybody, and it's tough to remember everybody. Mm. There are some conversations that you have with people that do strike home, because most of the people that meet you are rappers, and they're like, yo, we should do a record together, and those are the people I want to forget, because those people are just looking for me to get on a track with them and build their clout and get yeah, them yeah. my viewers and stuff. And then there's people that come up to you and say, hey, man, uh, you know, I was very suicidal at one point, and your song Remember the Day has got me through. And then those are the people that yeah. I will reach out to on Christmas and, and, and holidays and be like, Merry Christmas to you and send them free fucking things and shout them out and stuff like that. And that's the things that keep me going. And as a wrestler with you, I'm sure you've had similar experiences because I've been yeah. I'm in the independent wrestling scene now. I've done a few shows and those kids that come to the local Irish American clubs, they're loyal. Yeah. They're loyal. They got that. Who's that lion? The dude, the lion or whatever the fuck. I don't know his name, but he's got like a. He's got like a strong following. The Boston dude, uh, McCarthy, he's got a good following. Vern Vicalo, shout out to him. He's a juggalo too. Um, <laughs> Vern's a juggalo. Vern's a juggalo. No shit. Bro. He's wrestled for JCW shit. Has he really? Yeah, good he wrestled the gathering he's a and good shit. Kid. He's no, a good Vern's kid. awesome, man. Yeah. And some of these dudes, man, like they're real, like they're real down to earth. Just like you, man. When I watch your, when I watch your old stuff, man, I'm like, you know. The woman in the crowd that was giving you shit, and you walked up and you like try to give her a handshake, and she went no, try like, to hug her, hug her, and then you were like uh, blah right in her face. Like, well, actually, true story. I, I'm so Kevin Nash had just hugged her, so I, me and this bitch would be going fucking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and Kevin Nash finally like got off the ring, went over and hugged her, and then I get o- uh, off the fucking ring and I go to hug her, and I'm saying to her, hit me, hit me. Like, I'm telling her, hit me in the face. And she's like, no, fuck you. And I'm like, no, slap me. Like, it'll be awesome. And she's like, no, no, fuck you. And then that's when I would had to go, oh. Yeah. But, dude, I was just like, I'm begging this woman to slap me across the face. It, it, because I, the place would have gone Out of all the times, insane. Eddie. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> Out of all the times. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, a woman won't slap you in the face no matter how hard you ask. <laughs> But yeah, dude, I get it. I get that. But that's that goes back to what you were saying about the most important people being there. Are them? Are them? You, and you catering I mean? to them is like hats off to you, dude. This you woman could have fucking knocked a tooth out of my fucking yeah. face, but I immediately accepted it because I knew that that gymnasium, the pop that thousand of people, it would have. We could have fucking. I could have rolled in the ring, taken the slap, rolled in the ring. Kevin Ash could have kicked me in the face one, two, three, and we could have walked out. Of and there. it would have been we it, Yeah, we yeah. could have ended the show on that note. For those who don't know, a pop is the crowd response. <laughs> What's a fuck finish? A fuck finish? Yeah. Uh, Wrestling slang right now, like a real fuck finish or yeah. like a gimmick fuck. Is it, finish? So is a fuck finish like kind of like the Montreal screw job? Yeah, but th- that's depending on who you ask. True. So that's that's a gimmick too. That was a work. Razor what? Ramon completely believes the Montreal screw jobs is a fake. That Brett was in on it. Really? Eddie, yeah. First of all, can you just say what a fuck finish is before we go? Yeah. What's a fuck finish? Into deep conspiratorial. A fuck finish theory? is when the heel does something that cheats. He cheats at the end, whether it's like an interference from a manager, 
you know, a low blow, the ref, but the ref can't see it, mm-hmm. type, that type of shit, run in type of shit, and he gets over on the uh, the baby face for it. Now, now that we know what a fuck finish is, in the ring, have you ever took, like, uh, have they, they ever slipped up and really punched you in the face? Yeah, Sabu fucking punched. He's not the... Okay, he, this cocksucker <laughs> right here. He's he, like, yeah, you know, Sabu, the fucking that, most that was the legendary fu- guy <laughs> ever that he wrestled. You know what I mean? He's wrestled Sabu. We're talking about me. <laughs> I opened for Insane Clown Posse. It's, it's two wrestling Sabu and, and Bone Thugs and Hard- Harmony. And both, and it was funny about Bone Thugs. That was the first show, and then I ended up playing the Gathering with them, mm. and then came back to New Hampshire with them, and then came, went down to Rhode Island with them. Busy Bone is a cool motherfucker, bro. When he shows um, up, when, yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but yo, you wrestled Sabu, bro. Yeah. So I've been hit harder than him, but like, so he he punched me square in the mouth. And it was a complete accident. He expected me to, like, sell the punch before I sold the punch. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he punched me square in the mouth. And immediately he grabs me in a headlock and puts me in the corner. And he starts apologizing. He's like, oh, my God, I'm so fucking sorry, brother. I'm so sorry, brother. And we're like, he he literally, the next two or three minutes, apologized over and over again. You didn't give him a receipt? No. No, 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 no. no. I, I hit him pretty good with the chair. Yeah, he what said, "Lay into me." Feel like head or back. <laughs> well, we know the head. Is, is, head feels like you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just like gotta clench the shoulders together. Uh, you know d- I mean? Dude, yeah, it's something. But that's uh, like I've a done... badge of honor. If you could take uh, a fucking headshot, it but used the, to be. Now it's just a, the it's back. Just it probably a... just depends on how it. Lives. Yeah, it depends on the guy swinging it. Honestly, yeah. I mean, you you kind of put your 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 arms back. Yeah, to kind of brace it. Right, but yeah. you don't want your elbows past your back. Yeah, because so you, you don't just want to flex your lats and stuff. Y- and, yeah, 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 and like if someone if someone gets you and they know what they're doing, the worst is like a little sting. But like, I've had, I've had like fucking Jerry Sags hit me from behind. I don't even know what the fuck he hit me with. <laughs> Probably because of how hard he hit me. But it wrapped around my head. I think it was a fucking like a, a wet floor sign, and he hit me in the back of the head, and it wrapped around Jesus. and clipped me in the fucking nose. Oh, they, they, you, you gotta know. pretend you're like you gotta act like it hurt, but you gotta. Motherfucker, like, there was no acting. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta you gotta sell yeah, it. Yeah, dude, dude. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's been plenty of times where I didn't need to sell because it, it was real. Yeah, you know. Well, ECW man, you watch some of them old fucking things, and you're like, that was real. Like New Jack. I've actually talked to New Jack. New Jack's a cool dude. He is a cool dude. Um, he was on a big time wrestling show last year. Yeah, he's a he really cool. he's a really cool dude. And um, you know, he sorry guys. No, no problem. You're a popular um, guy. It's my sister. She calls me once a year. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, John A. Um Eddie knows my sister's a gangster. <laughs> she used to beat dudes up in high school. But New Jack, New Jack is like like a lot of people give him shit because, like, of the whole mass transit thing. And it's, like, probably the most popular wrestling story of all time. Yeah. Is the mass transit shit. But that mass transit kid was a fucking idiot for lying. And he, and another thing, too, is you watch the, uh, the dark side of the ring. He was, like, he came back there and tried to tell me what he wanted to do. You can't go to a ring veteran and especially, like, a ring general. And the kid's dad, it's like his dad was there. Yeah. His dad watched the whole thing happen. And New Jack likes hurting people. <laughs> you don't go into a ring and say, hey... Uh, I want some color. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, to New Jack. You can't tell him you want some color. If you don't know what color means, it means blood. Blood, yeah. Um, you oh, can't actually. say, 
fucking, hey, I want some color. He took an old barber's straight edge and cut this dude down to his skull. There was, like, blood squirting out of this dude's forehead. Porn. And they go, do you... Do you care that he died? He was like, hell fucking no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Jack tried stabbed to fucking... somebody like eight or nine times in the ring with a fucking shank from his boot. An yeah. old dude. Yeah. Bro, a dude that was crazy. like 74. No, he beat the shit out of an old dude that was 74. And then the guy that he stabbed in the back and the neck was a different guy who, again, came up to New Jack and said, I want to do this, I want to do that. New crazy. Jack was like, hold up. And the guy New Jack like, jumped off a 20-foot fucking... Uh... He's a different level insane. Who was the dude he wrestled that he really fucking... He really hurt. Um, oh, the guy that he threw off the be- uh, the scaffolding. Mm-hmm. Almost fucking broke his neck. I feel the- it wasn't Shane Douglas. No, it, it was um, was it the dude from Public Enemy? No, no, it was it was nobody that was ever big, big. I don't know. I think because it was an XPW. And then there was a dude that split his skull open. Mm-hmm. I, I forget who the fuck that was too. That was the guy from that. It was a fucked up move. Yeah, New Jack split his skull. Yeah, dude. Guy never called him. To see how he was doing. Yeah, New Jack wanted his ass, bro. Oh, yeah. He wanted yeah. his ass, bro. Yeah. Uh, so for, for whoever has never seen that match, yeah, uh, uh, Google the uh, New Jack scaffolding, but New Jack had a fucking taser in his back pocket. He tased the dude, yeah. So the scaffolding match is like the scaffolding is like 20 feet above the wrestling ring, and they each climb up on the side. This is supposed to have like a legitimate... Oh, and then the ring underneath is covered in tables. But not just like one layer of tables. It's like, like two layers. or three layers of tables. Yeah. And the way New Jack fucking uh, tells the story is they got up there, and he as soon as they started, he just pulled out the taser and fucking got him in the neck, and the fucking guy <laughs> drops to the ground, and he's like, New Jack, stop, stop, I can't. Try to describe the noise he made when he first got blasted. Oh, I don't know. You can't hear him. Uh, this this was like in the nineties or two. Uh, no, we watched Dark Side of the Ring. The guy, yeah, went, it was two thousands. Yeah. Oh, oh, no! Remember, it wasn't the guy that made the noise. It was like oh, it was a, a fan of the crowd. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was a fan of the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, if you guys don't know, the first scaffold match that was like ever done was uh, was Legion of Doom versus uh, was it the was it the Rock and Roll Express? I forget. Uh, but it was Legion of Doom. Uh, I watched the Dark Side of the Ring for that one too, and they did a scaffold mm. match. And the, the original old scaffolds had like PVC pipe as railings, and it was like wobbly. And, oh yeah, it was awful. And, and they were all scared of heights. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, New Jack fucking zaps this guy. Guys falls to the fucking ground. And says New Jack, stop! I can't feel my legs. Yeah. New Jack goes like, "You're not gonna need them." And he just tosses <laughs> the fucking guy off the fucking back, misses most of the tables, hits one table like. I yeah. somehow only had like a separated anybody that says angle. wrestling's fake is a lie if you can watch a movie <laughs> and and then say wrestling's fake like okay you watch say harry potter fake as fuck right <laughs> um but you watch wrestling and say it's fake the physicality is real my if dad I, always called it a male soap opera it, it is but it's like if i throw you off like all right so i've been in a wrestling ring and it's the same as almost the same as a boxing ring there might be a little more give to it but it's plywood with like a layer of foam maybe underneath, and when you—that's where you hear that loud like slap when you hit the ring because it's fucking plywood. People think it's a pillow. It's not. If I slam you through a table or off a ladder or hit you with a ladder or fucking DDT you the wrong way, it's gonna hurt. How bad do you want to put somebody through a table? 
Let me tell you something. I want to 3D about, somebody through a table You talked about so us bad. putting somebody through a table at fucking Middle East shows. Leeds said Everett I could. Festival, at, uh, at the Everett Fest. Imagine if I fucking at the Wind Casino just fucking... Uh, that stage is huge. Imagine I just powerbomb somebody off the fucking stage through a table. Can we do that this year? There's this year, be a fucking, you don't think uh, there's going to be a no. village fest? I'm supposed to be playing. I was supposed to play a show with Tech Nine a couple of days ago at the Worcester mm-hmm. Palladium, that got postponed, and uh, you know the management reached back out to me said they were uh, postponed until October. So this whole COVID thing isn't going to go away. It, it's not something that's just going to disappear, and the vaccines miles from being done, and they're not going to allow, allow two thousand, three thousand people to get in there because if one person in there got COVID nineteen. Next day, liability for days. Everybody's gonna have it, you know. And you know, I never got a flu shot in my life. Yeah. And I never got the flu. I got the flu once when I was fucking maybe eighteen. Yeah. Never got it again. Thirty-two now. Knock on wood. I'm not saying I'm I'm invincible, but I do things to take care of my immune system. Right. So you know, my mom had the flu recently. I didn't get it, and I was cleaning up after her and stuff like that. She had the flu, and then she got like the neurovirus like two days after she recovered from the flu. So she was, like, fucked up, and I was cleaning up the throw-up and stuff, oh, and Jesus I didn't get nothing, uh, you know yeah, what I mean, because yeah. I take care of myself. I mean, I eat like shit sometimes. I'm big naturally. We're big kids. Yeah. We'll never be his size. You can't see him on the camera, the sound guy over here, but uh, he's probably Gentleman's about 100 five, fucking 40 pounds. 160, but, <laughs> it's close. you know, you're a big man. That I am a tiny. big man, yeah. <laughs> I, I get cheeseburgers at Fuddruck is bigger than this motherfucker. So. <laughs> Me too, man. And if I hit 170 pounds, I look like I can't even move, dude. My body can't even put the weight on. So I, I do. I, I know we're getting into a good conversation, and I'm having a really good time. So thanks for having me. But oh, thank you. I want to get into something real quick. I got to plug something real quick. I'm this Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I am definitely doing, wanted to get into. Yeah, this we're definitely time. capping at two hours tonight because I, I, we, I'm having a good time. We're doing. We're yeah, doing, no, dude. we're doing it at eleven we're, o'clock. Yeah, we're just over an hour in. Yeah. Nice. So I have a show this Saturday. Uh, uh, but after the, I, I do want to get back to the COVID shit with you. I, oh, yeah. I got like a couple questions 100%. about like because we got to talk about the real world too. Hundred percent. We've been living in our past and fantasies long yeah. enough. <laughs> but our past and fantasies are fucking lit. So. Yeah, we've had some good. <laughs> fucking, had some yeah, good we have some good shit. A lot more to come. Yeah. Um, so this Saturday is something called Netfest. It's they call it a free on preview. your couch, right? On your couch. They took like the in your house yeah, fucking yeah, logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Twisted uh, used to be psychopathic on mm-hmm. psychopathic with ICP. Uh, <laughs> Twisted they started their own label MNE. I love Twisted. Yeah, Twisted's dope. I used to like them more than ICP when I was younger. I like them both. Uh, <coughs> yeah, you got to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I like ICP's music better. You know what I mean? And uh, you know I've had enjoyable situations with both of them, and they've both thrown me alley oops. Uh, but ICP is instrumental to everything that I do. Yeah. Uh, my merchandising, everything like that. Um, Twisted's older music, I'm a huge fan of. Um, Love that I didn't shit. really like the newer stuff. It wasn't my style. I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying it's whack. Um, but I wasn't. It's like, just not what you grew up on. It's not what I like. Yeah. You know, and ICP. And, and that, like you said, that's not a knock because, like, I, I kind of hate that when an artist puts out an album and it's not their old shit and people fucking give them, like, shit about it. And it's like. Well, they're human. Like yeah. you got to expect that they they evolved. Exactly. Nas will never make another Illmatic. So right. So get over it. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Like Eminem's never gonna make a fucking another Slim Shady no, LP. You'll never hear anything like, like that again. Yeah. You know and, what I mean. And people get older and they don't have the same views. They don't have the same train of thought. And, right. You know, like, and that's what it is. 
Um, but Twisted, they put, they reached out to me. Um, I sometimes I call them last minute entertainment because <laughs> they fucking they reached out to me at two in the morning, and I was just about to fall asleep. And they say, "Hey, you want to be part of a video program?" I said, "Sure." And um, you know, I recorded a, um, a one song performance of my new single. Is there a problem? Me and Slipwax did it. Good song. It is. Uh, it, it's perfect it's, for that. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's on its way to forty thousand video views right now, and it's Hell doing yeah. pretty well. Yeah, uh, we just and actually. Dude, I, I, this motherfucker talking about me earlier about how humble I am and shit. Forty thousand views is a lot for a guy. For every kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Kid. None of my matches have forty thousand views. It's it, you know you just got to do it right. Is it an organic thing? No, you. In my situation. Um, you know, you, you put something out, you'll get 5,000 views organically just from people that know who you are. But it's all about how you promote it. It's all yeah, about hitting the right algorithms. Yeah, and the right I never promote any of my matches. There you go. Yeah. Promotion gets you know. it in the hands of people who didn't know about it. Yeah. And that's that's the biggest thing. That's why. I know. Ken Kennedy called me an idiot one time for not applying for WWE. And I was just like, well, if they'll come get me if they want me. He goes, no, no they, don't know, how it is. they don't know who you are. I'm like... Don't they have somebody in the office just like watching shit online? And he's like, they don't give a shit no, about the internet. No, they have scouts, but they, how many? There's 50 states, bro. Yeah, everybody's got an independent. Everybody's yeah. got a big time wrestling. Well, Shout out to no, big time wrestling. No, not everybody. That's why yeah. big time wrestling is big time wrestling. Well, and you also got Mr. Fucking Perkins there putting money behind promotion and booking the right ass. Putting well, brains behind promotion. Exactly. That's the difference between them and everybody else. Exactly. So to make a long story longer, we. Um, <laughs> So they reached out to me and they were like, we want one song from you. Now, I'm probably going to get lost in the sauce. It's a 10-hour fucking stream. But it has Red Man, it has B-Real from Cypress Hill, Ari the Rugged Man, all types right. of people. Dude, you don't know. You could be fucking right after Red Man. I could be. You know what I mean? I could be. And a lot of people, when they asked who they wanted to see, there was about 150 comments that said problematic. And, you know, and that's humbling. You know what I mean? So... Um, that's this Saturday, and I believe if it's a, it, what time it start. Well, you said it's ten hours, right? It's ten hours, so I imagine it's two to midnight because um, Twisted's main show with like Axe and uh, Twisted and Dirtball and Blaze and you know all these other arts. I imagine Redman and Ari the Rugged Man. Everybody's gonna be on the main event. Yeah, yeah. Um, that starts at seven. Do I think I'm gonna be on the fucking main event? No. Um, what I think they did too was that they had a lot of buy-ons for their tour, and since they couldn't tour. They gave them gave another them option. The first shots, yeah. So you probably will see some less favorable acts. You'll see some good ones. But I've literally, artists from MNE themselves have said I was the best act they've seen in the entire country. And, uh, and see, I believe that. Yeah. I mean, I know you don't, but I do. I mean, there's people <laughs> out there that are really good. Like in Massachusetts alone, like you got kids like Token who blew the fuck up. You know what I mean? And I used to be on the label Glass House with Token fucking years ago like you know and he used to watch me record and he blew the fuck up i'm nowhere near selling like that kid right now joina lucas blew the fuck up you know what i'm saying Joyner um, lucas just did a song with will smith yeah will fucking will smith, smith. and will smith he went from eminem to will smith i mean that's to me that's going up because will smith is yeah more influential that's that's, in life. that's the next level eminem is here because it's only been music yeah. Will Smith is here because he's fucking Fresh turned, Prince of Bel-Air, bro. Everything he's touched turned to gold. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Movies, TV, music, yeah. everything. When's the last time you watched Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Uh, like a week ago. I it's timeless. It's timeless. Yeah, yeah. I have the box set. Hell yeah, dude. It's still yeah. relatable today, which is crazy. Hell yeah, and dude. And that's why Will Smith will forever be a legend. And Will Smith gave him I am a really legend. good verse. Huh? He huh? gave him such a good verse, too. Like, yeah. And I don't particularly like the song. 
Um, but, you know, I, I love Will Smith. Um, I think a lot of rap is now, now that we plugged the show, you guys know this Saturday it starts at like 2 in the afternoon. You when don't know I'm, what time you're on yet. Not yet. Once you find out, let me know. I'll plug it on the yeah, fucking yeah, Instagram yeah, yeah. and shit. Hell yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, man, you piece of shit. <laughs> you you're know. trying to fucking help here. No, you're I, doing I me get a favor it. You know what I mean? what you want to say to you, Eddie? I, you not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank but, you, Madison. Hey, thank you. No, I, no, I, it's just Christ. Just like, yeah. You know, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I, yeah. Listen, I, I'm, a, I'm a realist in life, and I don't think yeah. that anybody else would, would want me any different. Do I think I'm gonna get a prime spot? No. There's ten hours of X. I'm gonna be in there somewhere. I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to watch it. You know there's gonna be motherfuckers watching it for ten hours. Of course. I don't even know if I'm gonna watch it because I'm fucking busy. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I did him I did him the favor. I went out and I shot the fucking video. If you catch it, you catch it. You don't, you don't. It's cool at the end of the day. I'm just happy to be attached to the fucking program. So what is it? They're playing your video? I recorded a live performance of uh, Is There a Problem with me and Slip Wax. Nice. I have them doing the cuts live, and, uh, you know, we just kind of shouted out the frontline workers and stuff Dude, like that. Dude, uh, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know if it's legal, but fuck it, come after me. Uh, give me some fucking steam. Uh, I'll fucking, I'll live stream your performance off of my channel. Yeah, you can do on it. On Twitch and YouTube. Because it's a live performance. Just so not, it reaches other people. Like... It's community. Based, I hope you don't get silenced on the on the video you played in the beginning because <laughs> I like, shouldn't. You gave me permission. I know, but if YouTube's watching, this is the motherfucker <laughs> that performed. Everybody's credits is in the intro and in the outro. It's him too. And you're not credits. special. YouTube's not watching you. Thinking about what you're doing. All right. <laughs> YouTube flagged my intro already. So one of them. But so, this is the motherfucker. Don't I do give him permission tell- to use my music. Um, the thing is, is like they played me on the Juggalo show. Like ICP aired a lot of my videos and songs, and um, they silenced them because my shit is heavily protected, and which is a gift and a curse because, you know, like I I had to message like my distribution and tell them, hey, Magic Ninja is going to be using my music, this, that, the third, like, and that's just because people are stealing stuff. You know what I mean? But I don't think you're going to get flagged. Um, Especially, like, you know, if they did look at the video and they're like, oh, that's him. But you do have to DMCA the shit out of your tracks because someone's going to use it on a, on a social media platform and there should be a strike. Because, like, nowadays, dude... Well, I, you get paid for it now. Yeah, but, but you got to DMCA it if they didn't get uh, permission to use it. So it's a DMCA strike. So that, that, that's what it comes up as. Yeah. They, like, they, Digital Media Communications Act, yeah. like, strike. What they'll do is they'll, like, silence the audio and then this, that, third, but, like... If somebody does, like, upload my shit to YouTube, like, you know, a lot of skaters, they use hip-hop records to skate to. Yeah. And YouTube will detect that. That's always been the culture. Yeah. (laughs) And YouTube will detect that. But instead of, like, silencing it, I think I just get a royalty check, which I'd rather that. The fuck? If a video gets a million views and I get a million views check, that's, you know, probably a couple thousand. Now, don't get me wrong. Streaming views, you get fucked on. Right, oh, so, dude, yeah, so it's, it's like location based. It's it's like so, yeah, so you, much you, shit. YouTube has a thing where like you can contact the like the artist and, and check in with it. Yeah, or sometimes they just do a flat. You just uh, gotta strike. give the distribution yeah. Yeah. permission, and they kind of forward the message along. But if I do a thousand streams on a song, I'm getting like a dollar fifty from what Spotify. Yeah, yeah. And now listen to this: Spotify Premium users they can download albums for free. I don't get the ten dollars. I get like fucking two bucks. It's oh, it's bad. Dude. Someone downloads downloads your album. Yeah, they can get the whole album. Is that why you pulled off most of your music from Spotify? I noticed that today when I was going through. No, your music, it's still there. Um, no, nah, not like it used to be. You don't you don't have Sounds of the City Volume Two. In yeah, it's, it's all up there. No, it's not. 
Are you sure? I swear to God, you only have two tracks on there. Let Unless the desktop version is way different than the fucking mobile version. Let me find out. Um, you used to have your shit. You're the only album that I have on my fucking uh, iPhones because I bought your iTunes album. And so every time I plug it in my phone, immediately Apartment 9 comes on. Yeah. Yeah, so sounds like, yeah, there's 12 songs on there. Is there? Uh, yeah. All right, then the desktop version. Yeah, the fucked. desktop, it's, it's, it's mobile based. So as you see, like I have Sound City Two, One, Lost in the Fo- Lost and Found Two. Is there a problem? Then I have like the two song singles that I did. Yeah. And then like if you go to like um. See the desktop version only had those two singles, Lost and yeah. Uh, it did have the entirety of Lost. Yeah, uh, I do have a Lost and Found Volume Three coming out next year. It's just songs that never made projects, so like I don't like to let things sit. You know what I mean? So I like to let like put things out, but you know, fuck all that shit, like. Do I think I'm going to get into a prime spot? No, but I'm just happy to be a part of the program. Yeah. Um, tune in if you're not busy. That's all. You know, it is what it is. Um, the video itself will be released uh, the day after on uh, on my social media, so you can watch it if you, if you didn't catch it. Um, I just recorded a new single the other day. I actually have a couple unreleased singles that, you know, we're just trying to, like, strike in the right way not like just put out a million tracks right but i have like a song that's like it's going to be an anthem around here i promise you but we're just waiting to do the right video i just recorded a song yesterday called welcome to my slaughterhouse that's featuring my boy dk and it's very it's a it's exactly what it sounds we even did like a little at the end like i acted like a reporter like police is, police have found multiple dead bodies in an abandoned house in a residential area blah blah blah, blah. you're urged to keep your doors locked stuff like that so it kind of like tells a little story about and you know i never really wanted to go that route like but my manager goes your sales are from juggalos the distribution of say, content is so important you can get the best product in the world but how's anyone going to hear it unless you distribute it the right way you know what i'm saying yeah. so i was going to ask you earlier and i'm glad i came back up i was going to ask you what drew you to going in the direction of like the juggalos juggalos tech nine uh tech heads or whatever was it growing up liking the music yeah or sales and love yeah. Yeah, because I do a hip hop show in, in the middle. Because li- li- listen, you got fucking songs that sh- not could be, should be on the radio. Remember the days. For Remember sure. the, absolutely, Rock stuff for absolutely. Sure. And I love that. I loved. Uh, I did. Uh, I did a show uh, with one of my friends. You already dropped his name, Steve Perkins, uh-huh. and we had you on, and <clears throat> it was sponsored by ninety six nine. <laughs> and during when I talk shit to them right before your last yeah your last set you know, your last song on the set you fucking you you talk shit like whoever the fuck from the street teams here why don't you tell fucking Romero and Pebbles to promote local boys yeah you especially know. Romero's from Everett is he really yeah Romero's from fucking Everett bro get the, the Everett fuck high, out of here that's the thing bro like Romero's Come on. from Everett but he rather you're lying play. yeah and I and I know his cousin Fatty I'm really good friends with his cousin Fatty and uh, he lives in Russell Street and his little sister Jasenia and I went I grew up with Jasenia but Romero's from Everett bro and the fact of the matter is is it's all about who's paying them so yeah. they're getting paid to spin Drake Drake yeah. 600 times a week yeah. no problem with Drake shout out to Drake he's probably one of the best in the game right now and people give me shit because I give props what props is due but you ain't fucking making music like him yeah. you know what I mean um, but Romero's from Everett 
And that's mind blowing. When I was on stage in '96-9, was watching. Now I went in there with underground records, bro, and I had that crowd bumping. Dude, right? you, you were fucking fantastic. I had the crowd bumping. You were fucking fantastic. The one thing that could have made that better is if Bone Thugs walked on right after, but yeah. their fucking old openers had to be on and shit. Yeah, but it know. is what it is. It you is know what, what it mean? is. Yeah. Um, and we had that crowd bumping. We had that crowd fucking chanting with us. This, that, the third. And when Hot Hot '96-9 was there. Um, I said to their, their representation, I go, you guys need to stop fronting on the local area because you could make this a, um, a very good climate, but you you don't. You're, pay, you're playing Lil Yachty and shit like that. They're getting played in their hometown. Their hometown DJs play these guys. Why not you guys play? They used to have like the Sunday night heat or something like that or the launch pad or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the launch pad, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that was at 2 o'clock in the fucking morning, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We lost 88.9. We lost a staple because 88.9 put a lot of people out there. Yeah. And 88WERS, bro, psh, we lost a fucking... That was a dinosaur in Boston. Like, those dudes... Vinny Paz was there. Ed OG used to go there. Like, all these dudes. And, like, you know, when I when I started really getting out there, they shut down, you know. And don't get me wrong. The, the legends in Boston, they know who the fuck I am. You know what I mean? I've done shows with all of them. I yeah. played the gathering. I was in the next room over from Esoteric and Vinny Paz in the same hotel. Nice and Esso jumped out the whip to talk to us because he knew who we were. You know what I mean? And like, and that's love. You know what I mean? But are they helping? Are they promoting my music? Are they paying my bills? No. But respect to them for laying the foundation. I don't need these rappers. I don't make music for these rappers. They, right. If anything, they're one album sale or one stream. They're not. So to get to answer your question before I get into this crazy rant. Um, the reason why I chose to go the juggalo route is one because I am them, I understand them, and I know how hard it is to be them. See, I had said to you a, a couple years ago when we were talking about getting into the fucking the business side of it together, yeah. like, dude, yeah, you should be on fucking ninety six nine, and yeah, those motherfuckers packed up their shit and left as soon as you said that because they knew that you were right. Yeah. Uh, face it, you're getting the most love from these fucking jugglers and these tech heads and yeah. shit like that. All like, my sales are... You know, that's what I was saying to you at yeah. the Worcester Palladium when I, I had the fucking, the peat coat jacket on. And yeah. <laughs> fuck, you know? All my sales and, are and, from and, them. And, and, and now the fact that your boy Ned is, is pushing that on you, it, it's... Yo, shout smart. out to Ned. Hell yeah, dude. Bro, I call him at the most random That dude is a, is a legend in this He's city. responsible for 15 years of all these hip-hop Underground shows. legend. No, yeah. I, and you know, like... Nobody really knows. Eminem played the Middle East, if anybody didn't know that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Him and Royce to 5'9", back when Slim Shady or Marshall Mathers, whatever the first album was, he, he was playing them. Wasn't it a surprise show? No, it was No, no, no it, was, it was booked. He was booked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the he, reason, was, he was in the headline. So the funny story about... No, he was. It was an Eminem show. Was it? Yeah, it was an Eminem show. He, the, the, here's the funny thing about Ned. When I first met Ned, like I didn't really like him. And uh, I told him that already, so if he's watching, I love you, dog. Um, <laughs> I didn't really like him because I didn't understand him. And people hate what they don't understand. Yep. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, didn't, I was like, why is he making people sell tickets? That's fucking robbery. This, this, they should just be paying artists. And then as you get into the thing, you get into like the business, the side, business of side of it. If an artist isn't bringing anybody, why do they deserve money? What? Oh, oh, oh. What was that conversation we were having last week? The artist isn't bringing somebody. Why do they deserve money? And that's a fact. Why should they not be responsible? The thing about selling tickets is, if you're so confident and you can't, and you're in your hometown and you can't sell thirty tickets, 
Shouldn't be rapping. And there's a bunch of like puffing your chest, big talk in the hip hop game too. Yeah, like, bro. Oh, I yeah. can't. I can't. It's like, okay, well then do it. Yeah. If you're gonna well, talk the, the talk, thing. then walk I'm the this, walk. I'm this. I'm yeah. that. I'm that. Then prove it. If you, if you can't get fucking twenty motherfuckers to show you up, you shouldn't be rapping. You shouldn't. You, you shouldn't be on stage. You shouldn't be doing anything. You should no. be doing something that actually. Bro, it's the support. same thing in wrestling, and that was, that's what blows my mind. Is like when these promoters book these fucking guys that you got fucking thirty people in the crowd. Crazy. It's like, yo, you're here every fucking month. Like change something. Like yeah, these. Dude, these dudes all live within a half hour of this v- venue. Like, yeah, what, you're not getting over with the people. Bro, when I fucking wrestled the Hardy Boys in in Everett with uh, tag teaming with my boy Danny Miles, I sold sixty five tickets, and that's good. Cash in that's hand. That's good. I don't know how many walked up on the door or came and bought tickets. But you at the door, proved but your worth in my hand. Yeah, dude. I've and the never. Fucking, the promoter was blown away. Didn't know. I've never uh, handed Ned back. I've never handed Ned back a ticket. You never have, no. No, and I've never handed you back a ticket either. No, absolutely You know not. what I mean? And I never, oh, yeah. I've never handed back the Palladium a ticket either. So when I first started... Well, and, and, because you won't fucking give yourself credit, there's been times where you paid yeah. out of pocket I'm for those I'm just going to say that. Yeah. Just so That's I didn't wild. Let, just so I didn't let the promoter down and so I could solidify my spot. Because if I say I can do something, say I come up short, I'm going to make sure I don't come up short. Yeah. So, like, with Ned, I never... He'd ask me, now that we're we're really good friends, he asked me, did you sell all those tickets? I beg, some of the shows didn't sell that well, and I did cover them. He goes, well, why didn't you tell me? And I was like, because I didn't want to let you down. And I didn't want you to question my... No matter what, I'm going to do my quota like I agreed to. You're a man of your word. Exactly. Mm. And now it's to the point where I know where to pick and choose my battles. Mm. So, like, if I do a Palladium show, I'm like, send me 100 tickets. Right. Gone. Yeah, you have a gone. huge follow in the Palladium. Yo, huge Juggalo follow. World, gone. I, if Ned hit me up today and was like, hey, um, Dell the Funky Homo Sapiens coming through. You want to do the show? You have to sell 30 tickets? I tell him no, because my crowd's not coming to that. As good as good as Dell is, my crowd is not coming to that. If he hit me up and said, hey, Blaze Your Dead Homie and ABK are coming, can you sell 30 tickets? Yes. Right. That's like me when I put you on the Bone Thugs show. That's that's your, I mean. Uh, Bone Thugs is big in the Juggalo world. Juggalos huge, love Bone Thugs. Huge. They've done fucking numerous songs with them. The yeah. only time I've seen Bone Thugs is at the gathering. Yeah. And it was so, ridiculous. Right, but I wasn't going to put you on the fucking Wyclef show. No. I, I still You came. would have loved to have been there because of all the women that were there. I was still there. But you were I was still in the there. crowd. Yeah, you yeah. were still there. I was with my ex girlfriend. Oh, you were in Haitian? Yeah. yeah. All right. Sock yeah. passe. Shout out to all my uh, my Haitian people out there. All my, um, you know, the Haitian independence is January 1st. Uh, if you never had soup jumu, you're missing out. Um, I have a lot of Haitian fans. I have a lot of Haitian friends and family. Saka Fet, you know, um, that's just what it is, man. I got people from so many different cultures in my network. It's 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 crazy. Hell yeah. But um, I'll never. Do you know where else in the world your music is playing? Yes. You have to with Spotify, right? Yes, I do. Because <laughs> well, I I just recently uh, with Anchor Anchor tells you where your shit's being streamed. I'll tell you right and now. I, this podcast is in seven countries right now. That's that's the that's the beauty, but because I mean, a couple of countries, only one people, one person whatever, listening, but like, whatever. But you yeah. know what? Like at the same time, bro. Like a lot of countries are deprived of really good music, and like you know what I mean. And American anything is is um, it's such a gimmick. America they, they is a gimmick. It. It's so, such a fucking gimmick. I'm gonna tell you right USA, now. USA, USA. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, right? I'm gonna tell you what number Boston is. On the amount on the people that listen to me, okay? Boston is number six, and I'm from here. That's fucking bullshit. Okay, nice, that dude. is absolutely. No, you know nice. where my top nice. streams come from? Bullshit. No, no, no. Hold on. 
Six? That's Number nice. six. That's no, next. we got to change that. Springfield and Dorchester are above Boston, right? Wait, does it? Tells you the top oh, cities geez, it goes away. down that detailed? Yeah, so. Is Everett separate or is Everett included in Boston? Uh, guys, I know you want to believe that Everett's in its own thing, but I, Everett, I really would be very surprised if it Everett's was not Everett's not even Boston. in the top 40. Okay, and I'm from Everett. Well, we are. It's, I mean, it's not it's even in the top 50. Rivera is up there. Quincy, Dover, fucking Denver, Colorado. You know where my music is spun the most? You know where the top country that Germany. my music is? Nope. Romania. Romania? <laughs> yep. Yo, let's go to Romania. My top city, the per- the people that are spinning Yo. my music the most is Bucharest, Romania. Bucharest, Romania. I'm not even fucking lying to you. Yeah, he's not. Look at Wait. USA is number two. Romania is number one. Hold on, let me see that real quick. Go scroll down that shit, bro. You blow your mind. The first two fucking cities bro, his are... Two, his first two cities are fucking Romania. Romania. And then three is Dorchester, Massachusetts. Shout out to the dot, bro. Number four is Romania again. Bro, Romania bro, fucks with problematic, We got to go to Romania. I'll go there any day of the week. You're... The the first city in Romania. Stop! 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 Bucharest. Everyone, stop talking. Let the producer talk to you right now. Why don't we just have the next time he's on have one of these Romanians come on and talk on the podcast and talk to him, bro? If I'd love to know who in Romania is bumping my shit, bro. Because I can't see the actual. What person. if we did an exclusive call-ins from Romania? Hey, if you're from fucking Romania and you people. listen to problematic. You are welcome on this show. We might have to do this at a weird hour of the day, but... Bro, I'm telling you, bro... Bro, we in COVID season is fine. Right? Bro, look at this. All right, so Bucharest... Bucharest is... Clush, Napaka, whatever Three times fuck. amount the first than the second. Fucking three, the first top five is Springfield... All right, number one is Bucharest. Number two is something I can't pronounce, Romania. Number three is Dorchester. Number four is... Timisoara, Romania. Number five is Springfield. Okay, Romania, Romania, United Kingdom, Romania, Romania, Romania. Bro, we got a book show in Romania. Number fifty is Romania. Forty nine is Romania. Forty eight is Romania. Czech, Prague, and Czech Republic. Fucking Atlanta. There's so many. Warwick, Rhode Island. (laughs) (laughs) Rivera, United Kingdom, Mexico. I have a big Mexican following too. Yeah, I see a lot of Mexicans that listen to my music. Imagine a, just a bunch of Mexicans and Romanians hanging out at yeah. a show, just going crazy. Bro, if I go to back. Romania, I'm telling you, it'd be a sellout show. Like all my royalty checks, could, are pretty could much. Could we from do Romania. a world tour where we just go to four different countries in one year? I would love to. It could just one year. Let's do it in a month. Right, but we can't afford that. You know what I mean? We so can, we'll go I to can. Mexico. I'll yeah, go, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Now's the time to do it. Yo, man, I'll tell you right now. Yo, I got like, travel credits. That's all I'm saying. I got money for, since this whole COVID shit happened, bro. A lot of People have been buying merchandise. A lot of the streams Hell went yeah. up. Like, you know. Hell yeah. They I got, got way more time to listen to them, man. I yeah. have enough money to cover a fucking two-month tour straight without getting paid. Now, if I was getting paid. Oh, we're getting paid. Oh, of course. We're going to different yeah. countries. Hell Bro, yeah. Even if they just covered travel, I'd do it. You know what I mean? Travel and lodging, I'd do it. Oh, the experience. You know I mean? Yeah, exactly. Just to do it. I mean, I'm not a cheap fuck. Like, I'll make money off merch. When I do a Palladium show... I see people that sell merch. They do like a hundred, two hundred bucks. If that, I'm walking out with two, three thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, and I've that's seen why you sell I went. Out of shit. And that's why I went the Juggalo route because yeah. I understand them. I am one of them, and they respect that. They're fanatical, but here's the thing: they collect they're, too. But well, they're, they're fanatical. And that girls, the girls. Whew. They're fanatical, but also they they just want to hang, man. They don't even want to be weird, dude. They just want a conversation, bro. Like, they're, 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 they're fanatical, but you're not, like, a huge icon. Like, you're not, like, a, like, a, 
Not yet, at least, you know. No, but like, even if you are though, like they're 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 very like uh, they don't care. But they just want to chill, they're man. Not, they're not dick riders, bro. That's that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? saying? That's the like difference. I've watched Violent J walk by them and they're like, "Yo, whoop whoop!" Like, and that's it, Doug. People go to the gathering. And half the time they don't even watch the performances. They're just there. Man, chilling. next time you go, I could be your cameraman. Yeah, man. yeah, bro. You know, like, oh, it's crazy. Like, it's such a good time. They don't dick ride you. They treat you like everybody else. And you know, it, it, I just love the and women too. You meet too. a bunch of different kinds of people. Oh yeah, all huge different variety. I got a kid named uh, Jeffrey King. I don't know if he's watching this, but Jeffrey King. I met him. He's from North Carolina. I just shipped him out some merch the other day. He, him and his pregnant girlfriend were there. And um, I, me at the gathering, I was walking around with hand sanitizer. I was COVID before COVID happened. And um, if you've been to a gathering, you're immune to COVID-19. Um, but I was walking around with hand sanitizer and his pregnant girlfriend just come out of the, the porta potty. And there's no running water. You know what I'm saying? Throw some pineapple juice if you got any left yeah, in there. Yeah, I got a little bit left. I'll take it. Um... You know, she's pregnant, you know what I mean? You know, like, whatever. And I gave them hand sanitizer. Next thing you know, they hit me up on Facebook, and they've been supporting me ever since. Just little interactions like that, man. It's just, like, it's crazy. You know oh, yeah, I mean? at the gathering, they'll look you up and be like, like they, they want to stay in contact. Of course. You that's, know what what I mean? they, they, that's what they do every year, man. It's, it's very loyal. They like the personable shit. They like to be personable with you. They like to walk by you. you're a personable person, man. None of this fake shit. Yeah, no. I've had people come up to me and be like, yo, I know Problematic. Yo, come over here. I'll introduce you. And then they come over to me and be like, yo, what up, Matic? I'll be like, oh, what's up, uh, Brandon? Like, whatever the fuck you need. Do they ever you give know? a shit if you don't drink, if you don't smoke? Nope. Do they drink and smoke? Yep. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. It's so nice, man. They don't give a fuck. I've had dudes offer their girlfriends to me, bro. And you, and, and you were, and, 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 and you were like, I do that. <laughs> yeah, but, but I won't do it. That's the thing. Like, if they, if a guy was like, yo, my girl loves you. Like, I don't care what you do with her. Like, I'd be like, nah, I'm good, man, because that's a respect thing. Like, that's your girl, man. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna. I do might that. take her away, man. I ain't trying to do it, man. You a fan? I ain't trying <laughs> to take away that. your girl, I don't want man. you to go home with your heart broken and, and like, <laughs> you know what I mean and hate me. You know what I mean? It's not like that. You right. know. I need album sales, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that. I just love the. I love the love, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. The love. That's the high. The love. You know what I mean? Um, but Eddie, you're gonna have to go. You know that, right? Eddie's coming to the gallery. No, well, we're going to the Juggalos, I said it before to him. If I go to the gather, gathering of the Juggalos, I better be on the card. Bro, I'm telling you, uh, I could probably wrestling? get you in the JCW <laughs> thing, man. I bet you you could. Bro, Shane Douglas is there every year. Holler at him. You're friends with Shane. Oh, the him. franchise. Yeah. I see. I feel bad fucking talking to these guys because I'm like i a nobody. But like, You're not a nobody. so You're much somebody, for me. Like, you wrestled you know I mean? hometown against the Hardy Boys, bro. If, I, if, I, if anything, you, you, you made it, bro. You know what I mean? Well, Money that is, doesn't that mean that is the it. thing. Like, I, I've come to appreciate my time in wrestling more recently. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, I had knee surgery, and the fact of the matter is, they botched the fucking shit out of it. I think, and you know, I just on top of not you wrestled at a show like after you recovered, and, and then just went right back to shit, right? Oh yeah, I popped it fucking six times. It popped before my yeah. the match started during my entrance again. It's like what the fuck, you, you know? What was it, what was this fucking year and a half of recovery for? Yeah, sometimes get, you know, and like, I could have gotten in better shape. I totally could, and I need to now. But uh, sometimes wrestlers are scared to take time off because then your body 
learns to not do what it's doing. Yeah. And it, you know what I mean? No, I needed the time off, too. I yeah. think it happened at a good time because I was going to go through shit anyways. And uh, wrestling would have just been uh, not a, yeah, a distraction from the ultimate, like, reality, you know? And, uh, yeah. For the WWE, 10 days on, 3 days off, 10 days on, 3 days Something off. Something like that. Who knows? If you came back, Eddie, would you call yourself the ultimate warrior? No. Oh, okay. I was just checking. <laughs> Bansha. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got uh, Eric Ego. Bansha. I didn't really like. No, nobody did. Yeah, nobody did. That was a long streak of being a heel. Yeah. Uh, so you want to talk about COVID, man? Oh, I did. Yeah. What did you want to talk about COVID? Uh. Fifteen minutes. Yeah. Well. We only got fifteen minutes left. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's ten forty. So yeah, we got fifteen minutes left. If so we might as well. I, I'm just gonna know? say this about COVID. Yeah. Okay. Right now, well, first the, of all, the music industry. Do you think it's gonna recover? Yes. Easily. Yes. As long as there's a population, there will be a music industry. Yeah. You know what I mean. Wish I could say that about wrestling. There will be a wrestling industry. No. There will. A lot of people think this is the end of it. WWE might be the end, but AEW is the next. <laughs> AEW is doing very well, you know? Depending on who you ask. I mean, they're actually, you, you still see the blood and all that shit, you know what I mean? Uh, Just like anything, rough. things die, come back. You know what I mean? Old rappers fade out, new ones come in. Old wrestlers fade out, new ones come in. It, the thing is, is that people like live experiences. So, you know, look at, I mean, they... The music industry's never going to Especially die. coming back after COVID, man. Yeah. They're, they're going to be hungry. Bro, I'm telling you. That's going to be a money grab when everyone can come back finally. People want to... People live life by working 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 hours a week, right? And and their, their decompression time is a live show, a wrestling show, a night out at a restaurant, this, that, and the third. This shit will come back around, bro. We made it through the Spanish flu. We made it through measles, mumps, and rubella. We made it through uh, H1N1, Ebola, influenza A. We made it through all that shit. We're going to get through this. We are going to lose people. We lost 100,000 to 30 people in America. You know what I'm saying? That's what Worldometer says. Who knows if it's padded or not? It could be more. It could be less. We don't know. Ne we never truly know because somebody's trying to push an agenda no matter what. Yes, so, thank you. Um, you know... There's good and evils in 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 the in the office that in in the presidents like the Congress. There's people that want the good. There's people that want the bad. Ultimately, money rules everything. So as long as Pull money, money. Yeah. as long as money is still going, we will have live shows. We will have because the first thing people are gonna do, the first couple things that are gonna boom as soon as we get out of here is the restaurant industry, the bar industry, the airline industry. In the live concert industry, those are the four things that are just going to jump immediately. Because as soon as it's like, okay, it's good to go, vaccines out, we have a medicine with this, with that, people are going to be like, all right, I'm booking a flight to California, I'm booking it here, I'm booking it here. Oh, Tech Nine's coming, oh, Problematics coming around, ICB's coming, around. we're going here. We're going Eddie, here. how many concerts you have to cancel this year? More than a dozen. Bro, I am going to Texas Roadhouse the minute it opens. Fun <laughs> Rockets, the minute it opens. Okay, these are things that I have on my mind. I'm, I'm like, look it. You know what I mean? Like, you know how many kids, babies are going to be born out of this? Because people at home fucking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I miss fucking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I do. You know what I mean? It's going to be a lot of November and December babies, right? Absolutely. Corona kids. You know what I mean? Like, that's exactly what it's going to be. 
You know what I mean? Instead of boomers and millennials, and there's gonna be Corona kids. Well, remember they're like, like they're called baby boomers from the fifties. Yeah, this is gonna might be the next this is generation. Be the fucking Corona of oh, baby, baby boomers. boomers. Like, corona there might be a bunch of kids yeah. born at the same time. Instead of it's new all, suburbs all, being built. Instead of all the men coming home from war, it's everybody. Being, yeah, everybody everyone who was left inside. over. Yeah. <laughs> everyone who was left over. There's also gonna be a lot of divorce rates. Oh yeah. You ever think about that? Well, I actually, uh, domestics is down in Everett during this. I mean, that's because courts are closed. <laughs> <laughs> no, domestic calls. calls oh, domestic calls. calls, calls. Yeah. Do you think you're talking well, about domestic violence? Yeah, Me yeah, too. no shit. I thought it was um, too. Well, well, yeah, domestic violence calls. No, like, but I mean, like, down. you know, divorces and stuff. Yeah. The re- like, you, this well, is yeah, the time. Well, yeah, they used to call from work, Eddie. They call from home now. This is the time right now that people are really getting to know who they're with. Because they're home with each other all day. Now you get to see them 24 hours a day and get to figure out if you really like this motherfucker. The shit, you've been, the shit you've been avoiding even if you didn't know you yeah. were avoiding it. You're at work all the time. You don't get to see all the, the things. You get to, you guys actually get to miss each other. Now it's like we don't miss each other. We're going to see what happens. You know what I'm saying? So there's going to be a lot of pregnancies. There's going to be a lot of divorces. There's going to be a lot of true love. You know, There's going to be a whole lot of shit coming out of this. And I'll tell you right now, Fucking! I can't wait for this shit to be over because so I'm Meg, gonna. Meg, Meg just said on YouTube, uh, I don't know about that. Most of my friends who are stuck at home with their men don't want to touch them with a ten foot pole right now. Exactly. Yeah, because they're like yeah. coming from Miss Megativity herself. Okay, but <laughs> she's not wrong though, because they're probably waking up like I'm really with this ugly motherfucker. <laughs> His dick game's whack. This shit, yeah, she might just, be right. Right. Who's Meg? 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 What? Uh, it's a girl I work with. <clears throat> okay, shout out to you, Meg. Thank you for tuning in. And you're absolutely right, because motherfuckers are really whack. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, at the end of the day, I mean... You gotta have some new moves. Exactly. Exactly. Right? You gotta know what to do. You know what I'm saying? How you That's why do, I'm glad I'm How single. you gonna do when she don't miss you now? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm missing the sex and stuff like that. But I'm also glad I'm not stuck in the house with somebody that I truly don't like. And that's a fucking... That's, that's a oh motherfucker. God. You know what I'm saying? That's a motherfucker and without a pandemic. And they can't go nowhere Great because it's be COVID. That's a motherfucker without a pandemic. Jesus Yeah, Christ. no shit. But at least you can up and get out. You know, you... It's the single life, baby. No fucking shit. <laughs> and the reason I'm single, I'll tell you guys right now. I fucking been in a relationship since I was 17 years old up until 30. And the last relationship I was in was with that fucking girl that lives on this street. And, um... The food's good, all right? Uh, not all of it. Just some. I do like some Haitian food. I go ahead. Uh, I'm Italian. Um, I love actual Italian. Italian. Uh, yeah, not an Italian. <laughs> actual Italian, not an Italian. Okay. I'm half Italian. I got Spanish and Portuguese. I also have Middle Eastern and uh, I believe Jewish too in me. Like there's a, Jesus, man, there's you a, get around. There's German and everything, Irish, Swedish, everything in me. I'm a fucking mutt, but I'm mostly Italian. Just the good side. You're not a mutt. You're a and, slut. Um, yeah, that too. You know, <laughs> I haven't had sex in three fucking months, bro. Let me tell you, this is the longest time. South since Italy and Northern day. Italy. Oh, Southern. Yeah. You couldn't tell it was Southern Italy. I'm stuck with the Northern <laughs> yeah. Italy. My, like we're talking Venice. That's why and I don't Naples, have an OnlyFans, you know. Venice and Naples. You couldn't tell he was from the South. My great grandfather Giuseppe's from fucking, you know, from from Italy. So uh, Giuseppe. Yeah, East, Giuseppe. East Everett, Southern Italy. You know, his last name is fucking Ladano. You know what I mean? My grandmother's last name is Ranzano, so it's like it rhymes. You know what I mean? So and, and now you're a rapper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, buddy. So at the end of the show, man, we do something called last call, and usually I let Joe tell me what I'm taking a shot of. Oh, we're taking a shot. Oh, you, you want to take a shot? I'm, whatever. Uh, oh yeah. You have yeah. shot glasses? No. 
Uh, we can use these glasses, though. All right, just pour this one in here. Right, yeah. No, we got these right there. So what are we taking a shot of? We could do a mix. We can do something straight. I got... Uh, I'm drinking class, so can I take a shot of vodka? Oh, you dirty motherfucker. Right, let's yeah. go. You do vodka, I'll do tequila. Yeah. yeah. Your poor Lyft driver. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ooh. I know. Um, so... Tip your bartender. Thank you. Last I'm gonna, call. I'm going to give him just a tip after this cuts off. <laughs> Last call. I want to give you a chance to put everything you want out on the line. Say whatever you want. Pr- promote your shit. Put your shit over. Just fucking <laughs> floor is yours. Say what All you right. want. Netfest Saturday. Um, that is between 2 and 10 o'clock at night. 2 and 12 o'clock at night. You catch me performing with DJ Slipwax. Uh, October 29th. I'm with Tech 9 um, I got another show at Red Man and Met the Man in October, but I don't know what the date is right now. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I got a new single drop in the next couple of weeks. Another uh, one that just came out called Is There a Problem? You can get that on every platform possible. Um, you can holler at me at uh, facebook.com slash problematic617, problematicmusic.com. Uh, dick pics are four ninety nine a pop. It's very beautiful. I have the best circumcision line this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you said say anything I want. Hey, go, buddy. Hey, it's all you, man. It's want. all you. you know, it like, makes it sound like it's wearing a, speak, uh, a Shakespeare shirt. You know yeah, what I'm you know what I'm saying? It's um, fluffy. But I do want to say thank you to Eddie. Um, it's It sucks that Joe couldn't be at it. I don't know Joe personally, but I know plenty of good things about him. Yeah. Um, you know, get your health right, brother. And, uh, yep. you know, hopefully we can get you back on the show. I might come back. That's up to Eddie. Hell and, yeah. Uh, Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Just make sure that you're staying safe out there and uh, enjoy your lives because we're here for a good time, not a long time. Hell yeah. All right, man. Um, <clears throat> so, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Anybody listening live or listening on Are the we podcast? Oh, we're going to, baby. Okay, let's um, do 86bartender.com. Please like, subscribe, share. More people that know what we're doing here, trying to raise some money, the better. I actually got some donations during the show, so we are... And what are these going towards? So 86 Bartender... Yeah, I didn't even explain this to, to you. 86Bartender.com <laughs> is a website that me and Joe started. And we have service industry workers from all over the fucking Massachusetts area, Boston area, Mass area. And it's in subcategories by neighborhood. So the idea is we want people to, like, you know... When you're having a meal, having a drink at home, go on there, tip somebody from the neighborhood that you frequent when, okay. back in regular so life. So raise you know? money for people that are out of work because yeah. of shit. But there's also a ch- tip jar that if you want to you know, just donate to the entire cause, you throw money into the chip, uh, tip up. jar. And when we hit our goals, we distribute the money uh, equally to everybody that signed up. So the, uh, last week, live on the Twitch and the YouTube uh, we were able to give 10 people, the first 10 people that signed up, uh, $50 each. Hey. You know, and the next goal is 1000 bucks. That's more than what most people are doing right now. It's something, man. If even, like, the way that me and Joe They're like to put it. not a lot of work. Yeah. That's how you're supposed yeah. to use your platform, man. I'm proud to be part of something like this. So if any donations came in today, like, that makes me more happy than anything. Hell yeah, man. And, and, like, the thing that me and Joe like to stress is, like, if we hit that $1,000 donation, and even if we were able to send, like, Whoever signed up to the site, 20, 25 bucks, like at least we paid for dinner tonight. Yeah, send me the link, you know? um, the donation link, so I can uh, donate something tomorrow. Hell yeah, man. Thank you, man. You know, and and it, I, I'd like to make this maybe a you know, once a month thing. 
Yeah. You can bring me in, man. I'm here. Dude, this was, uh, I think, the most edgiest podcast we did. And, Whatever, uh, man. It was hilarious, but I had a great time, buddy. I, I, I reserved a lot of stories because I never, it's never a one and done. Never well, want to blow your load on the first there, time. You know? Maybe yeah. I'll talk about people I fucking punched at shows and shit next time. It depends on how much vodka I think. Ah, yeah, this cheers, one's buddy. for everybody out there that's working on the front line. Hell yeah. Head spinning from the weed and the purple potion On the mic hitting waves like I surf the ocean On any coast and I kill it to go and flip the token For many years I've been spreading my voice To try to push me to the side but I'm too heavy to horse The legend like Royce Rapping never let him rejoice I was born into my profession it was never my choice When it come to running laps on these cats I'm Kathy Freeman so much crack in these laps that I spat I had a fiending My eyes on the prize and I'm stretching the touch And I won't stop till the world finally rest in my clutch Any obstacles I face they got left in the dust I put my faith in my rhymes and this rhythm we trust Live it up When you decide to be something You can be it, you can be it. Well, stop it. Well, stop it When I was your age they would say you become cops or criminals Today what I'm saying is this When you're facing a loaded gun 